We were somewhere around Barstow, on the edge of the desert, when the drugs began to take hold. Uh, welcome, one and all, to episode 22 of the Foul Housemates podcast. I am your host with the most, Mr. Liam Wolf, and joining me every week is my comrade, my co-host, and my colleague, Dan Caprio. Dan, how do you feel about the filmography of Uwe Boll? <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say it's funny you mentioned Comrade. Uh, we Our guest uh, just mentioned a film called uh, 22 July, and we were just talking about that right before we started recording. Uh, about a, uh, as I put it, a man with a plan, and who in my opinion may be hashtag innocent after all. <laughs> Dan, you can't fucking say that about I can't they made a movie about this guy, <laughs> which I've never seen. So, <laughs> and I don't know, and I don't really know enough about the case to declare this man innocent, <laughs> because I I have a really bad look. I got a bad feeling he he may have done. Uh, the, what did he do again? So the guy you're talking about, the movie uh, t- uh, 22 July is a mockumentary, uh, like a mockumentary or docudrama about the Oslo massacre, where uh, far-right psychopath Andre Brevik killed 88... 88- allegedly. Oh, not allegedly. He was convicted. <laughs> he was sent to prison. Well, just um, his, his mental state. I'll say allegedly on that. Yeah, I did hear of this case. He killed 88 kids, or he killed 88 people, uh, I think, was it, 100 people, including 88 children, and then injured, like, a, an additional 100 or so. And then he got arrested and was found with, like, a crazy manifesto about how the Aryan race is the superior race and all this other shit. And the person in question who referenced this movie is our guest for this week. He's a stand-up comic, a roast master, or a roast or roast battler, if you will. And he is a bartender at our beloved great hotspot, the Brighton Bar. It's our good friend Ziggy. Ziggy, what's kicking, my guy? <laughs> what's going on? I had to stay quiet while Dan Caprio said a man with the plan. I wanted no parts of that. <laughs> To make it known that what Liam, what was this man's name again? This nutty Norwegian? Andreas Brevik. I don't condone anything the real man did. We were talking about a film, which I assumed was fiction until that uh, the, the term massacre got brought into the game. Nah, nah, Dan's like low-key a big fan of just like not a fan know, I was of reading, I was reading his manifesto. He has camp massacres that don't here. involve people named Jason. Okay, this guy had a Norwegian name. I don't I automatically don't trust it. Do you have the manifesto framed? Uh no, I, I own no manifesto, not even my own. <laughs> Not even your own manifesto. You sell that. I think the only manifesto I'd ever want to own is like Gigi Allen's manifesto, just because that would just be interesting to read, like all of the debaucherous shit that guy went into. But outside you'd be beloved by eighty percent of the freaking Jersey City comedy scene. Hey, don't insult Gigi Allen like that. The man was a (laughs) god and a hero, and we all love him. No, no, he was a piece of shit. I'm sorry. Did he direct a horror movie? (laughs) No. Yeah, it was called the, it was called them on tour. It was called <laughs> It was called the You ever see that movie Hatred? Uh the documentary about uh Gigi Allen? I have not. Oh, it's so fucking good. I will look and see if I could f- view this f- just for 
just in time for Halloween. I found it. I found it online like a while ago on YouTube for free. Like some channel, I think like Criterion or something, put it. I'll out for just free. watch it on YouTube. And it's the most surreal goddamn thing. Like you, you, they sit down and have like actual interviews with Gigi, and he's like, you know, as an artist, uh, I I create art for people, and my art speaks speaks for the masses. And uh, I, I try to do my best. And then he goes to like. Cut to you, bite it, you scum, the music goes video. To, I, no, straight up, he goes to NYU. He goes to a classroom, <laughs> bare ass naked, and just shits on the floor in NYU. <laughs> and they record the whole thing. Wow. He's getting, and, all he's wearing is like a press pass. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, and after that, he's just like, you know, everybody's trying to censor my art, man. It's it's disgusting. We'd, li- and we'd like to welcome to the stage, Mister uh, Gigi Allen, <laughs> and he will regale us with tales from from touring with his band, the Murder Junkies. <laughs> Dude, I've been I've been detoxing. I've been like consuming so much Gigi Allen material. Like I was watching a lot of his like talk show clips. There was that one fucking. There was that one show. Jerry Springer. Well, there was Jerry Springer, and then what the fuck's her name? Uh, I want to say Michelle Collins or something. Donahue. Well, there was Donahue, but there was some like third rate one that he did right before he passed away, and that interview is fucking insane absolutely insane because they started off and they're like um when we recorded this uh Gigi Allen was still alive and as of releasing this interview Gigi Allen has passed away from a heroin overdose uh (laughs) this is the whole segment now of Gigi Allen um here you go and it just cuts right into him being like i'm gonna fuck your daughter i'm gonna fuck your daughter i'm gonna take over the world i will be i am a golden punk rock god rock and roll is in my soul and system and i will kill every one of your children and i will be the warrior that we it just immediately jumps into his crazy manifesto ramblings you just sound like like Hulk Hogan talking to fucking uh, what's that guy, the commentator on WCW? Fucking Mean Gene Okerlund. Yeah. <laughs> well, let me tell you, Mean Gene. <laughs> I'm gonna kill your daughter. I'm gonna kill your daughter. <laughs> Dude, if if Hulk Hogan in the NWO just grabbed the mic and did like a Gigi Allen performance every night, I'd love Hulk Hogan. I'd start watching wrestling again. No, for real, for real. But that whole fucking segment's what because they also bring on like Michael Alleg. Dan, you remember Michael Alleg? No. Uh he was that fucking uh the the club kid that like murdered another guy for heroin. I I'm glad that you think that I would remember this. But no, I don't remember. Oh my god. My I'm assuming his last name is spelled A L L I G. I think it's A L L I G or A L I G or something. You got like all that. the I G on that murder. Uh, uh god, dude, that, I don't that remember whole, that. 
that whole situation's fucking bonkers too where they just like bring them on and it's all like these like flamboyant like fucking uh club kids that are like we just want to have fun and we live our life and we just you know we just huff fentanyl and we do some ecstasy and maybe we just snort some meth but we're just party animals and we're at least not as crazy as this guy and they point over to Gigi Allen with his two like fucking sex slave sister daughters that he brings in did Uwe Boll at least make a movie out of this? Dude, I I wish Uwe Boll made a film about Gigi Allen's life. I, I oh no, man, a... about the Michael Allig guy. Oh, Michael Allig? No, yeah. there's a there's actually a movie about <laughs> and that, that guy. and that spree killer guy in California who who uh, that meme was uh, like the, the got to do it to him guy. What what was that guy's name? He he always wore like boat shorts. What the fuck are you talking about? And he was like real narcissistic. <laughs> What's what going on? Are you, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm surprised what? they make a movie about that guy. What and, boat and have guy? It, like a really bad horror like themed movie. What boat guy are you talking about? I don't know what you're Dan. What the he fuck? he always he would he would like film himself in his car and he'd be crying about being. Oh like, oh oh, Elliot Spencer. Uh, Elliot Rogers. Yes Elliot Rogers. yes, Elliot but Rogers. but it wouldn't be called the Elliot or Elliot Rogers. It it would be called like the Elliot Spencer story. Not not his real name. Yo, dude, I'm pretty sure Lifetime's got, like, a, a right-in-the-back catalog, something to pull out, like, Incel Murderer. Ooh. No, I want a really bad Shudder or Netflix film of this. I, I don't want a sappy Lifetime version of this film. Dude, I well, just want to... While we're on topic... One more, run more before, I, before we go to it, because I, I just want to bring this one up, because th- this part was probably the best part of this whole thing, was when they're interviewing Gigi and they bring out his two, like, his partners, like his sex slave girls that he brings out that are like, oh, they love what I do. They love me forever. One of them's like, Gigi Allen adopted me, and on my 16th birthday, he did something so beautiful with me, he let me piss in his mouth and then spit it back into my mouth or some shit. And everyone oh, in the that, audience that's, is like, That's so beautiful that she could, she could say that on, on TV. To say that on national With no television. shame. Yeah, straight up, dude. Dude, fucking punk rockers in the 90s were fucking wild. Oh, man, it almost makes me wish I could just pee in my own mouth right now. They made a group. Gigi Allen himself made, like, a group of ecstasy-sniffing club kids look tame. (laughs) Let me just note, on this one TV appearance, he made a convicted murderer... And his gaggle of like like ecstasy huffing queen friends fucking look like nothing. It's the most ridiculous. Go check it out. It's on YouTube. It's fucking amazing. I love it. I love every second of it. What's it called? Uh, if you just type in Gigi oh. Allen last interview, you'll pop okay. up. It'll be the first thing that you find. It's so fucking bizarre, and I love every second of it. It's fucking nightmare. It's it. It's suburban nightmare fuel but uh hey so (laughs) welcome to the podcast uh (laughs) ziggy um how have you been surviving the covid times i guess well i mean apparently i have been watching gg allen uh last interviews but i've been all right (laughs) how have you been have you have you guys been holding up i'm fine i'm not watching those interviews and i am uh in a healthy state of mind no, Dan's uh, too busy reading Elliot Roger manifestos to pay attention to Gigi Allen. <laughs> incorrect. I've been watching bad horror films, and that leads us to our next topic of uh, of all time in your entire life. 
your personal top five worst horror films. Everybody's got a top five best, and they bleed into one another. Top five worst horror films. Uh, we'll let our guests go first. Ziggy, what are what are in in your memory the worst horror films you've ever seen? Five of them. And they don't have to be in any order. Well, I'm gonna tell you this one. I, I can I do a, a series? I'll count I mean, it. Yeah, yeah, let's I'll, get I'll, let's wait, get wait. loose with this because it might wait, be so, real shitty, and I so, want to hear it. So what? Like the series counts as one placement? Is that the ruling that we're? Oh, yeah, with that's one placement. Okay. All right. Um, because this is considered horror, but it didn't scare me at all. It was all the Deep Blue Sea movie? I'll count it. Yeah, and I've only seen one of those, but I've heard they are they get worse. <laughs> they made more than one. They're on, Why would I, they I, make more than one? They're on three. If I'm not mistaken, oh, right, get Ziggy? Get the fuck out of here. Oh, yeah. Dude, then... I, 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 my heart broke when Michael Rappaport got killed in the first one. <laughs> Mine didn't. I know, because fuck <laughs> Michael Rappaport, but, like, Michael Rappaport. The fact that he lived that killed. long. <laughs> For, yeah, Sam Jackson gets, like, the surprise big kill. and I cried in the theater. I saw that movie when it came I may be dating myself, but I saw that movie when it came out, and the entire theater exploded with... Why did they kill him? <laughs> yes, See, I, yes. And I cried. Those movies, like, don't scare me. Horror movies, I want you to scare me. <laughs> well, I that guess you're just is... not afraid of sharks, Ziggy. That's probably the thing. No, no. <laughs> yeah, he's also not trapped in a billion-dollar freaking floating, like, <laughs> state-of-the-art <laughs> research facility in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> with, For... giant <laughs> with, with, with giant With giant Mako sharks. <laughs> with giant Mako sharks and the most horrifying fact, LL Cool J. That is the bigger fear. Yeah. I would Who be terrified. <laughs> he shouldn't Which, yeah. have. That's <laughs> the first black guy to ever. The first black guy to ever make a uh, the end of a horror movie. I counted nearly five deaths with just LL. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking. His LL. parrot got killed, but he did. His didn't. parrot got killed, but he was fine. Then there was the woman in the fucking like telecom booth that got blown. Like half the fucking staff got killed in like an explosion, and then the other like half barely survived sharks. <laughs> uh, that, the movie's stupid. Fuck. Ziggy, Thomas how James. bad were the sequels? Because I have not seen either of those. Um, I didn't finish none of them. That's that's <laughs> you're you're commended on that. Cause... I, I, I literally like they're bad enough that I don't remember what happened. I I watched the first one during Christmas time and really enjoyed myself. I had a big bowl of popcorn. <laughs> and had a lot of great memories. Great memories. Especially with the poor man who was on a hospital gurney and was used by the sharks to break glass and then murdered. So the, the sharks took their time murdering a man. Oh my god. That, um, uh, another movie that didn't frighten me was Skeleton Key. I, yeah, I like that movie. God, so... I forgot that. Although was a it may film. be bad because I did, I may have watched it under the influence of something. Dude, I forgot that. That was the New Orleans one, right? Where it was like a plantation and this yeah. white woman found a key and it was all voodoo magic. Oh, fucking Christ. Just, just a watch Serpent ending. in the Rainbow. It's a better film. <laughs> Uh, shit, what else I got? Jason X. No, stop yeah, it. I I completely stop agree it. with on stop that one. Stop it! I'm gonna that's fuck it. both of stop. you. Jason Although it doesn't X. make my list, Ziggy, that's Jason. a great choice. I disagree strongly, and I will defend Jason X till the day I die. That movie killed that Jason franchise X. for a while. Jason X was no, it didn't. Yo, it did. No, it didn't. I didn't watch another Jason they film after two, that. Two years later, they had Freddy versus Jason. They had to make that movie. I think that was contractual. <laughs> 
And to be honest, that wasn't all that. Yeah, to be fair. No, that was kind of disappointing, but it had a great soundtrack, right, Liam? I don't remember that soundtrack that much. But... A lot of new metal on that soundtrack. Oh, God, shout out to Drowning Pool and Saliva. Big, big, big ups, boys. No, but Jason X, unforgivable. Very bad soundtrack as well. No, no, okay, but you're not a fan of Tony Todd and Jason fighting it out in space. <laughs> it couldn't save that movie. Yeah, and, then, and then a cryogenic face freeze couldn't save that film. They they made like a robo like fem like your fembot sex toy. I nearly like turned it off at that point. I was like, this it can't come back from this. There's <laughs> then no she way. just becomes There's... a talking head, dude. That movie's great. I don't know no, what movie you guys are talking about. The it's funniest straight part, garbage. The funniest part of that movie is when he put her in a sleeping bag. When they that just, was good. Was... That scene was kind of that scene was kind of too tongue in cheek for me. I I really did. I love the fact that they just did like the alien or predator. They did like the alien gimmick, but it was just fucking Jason running around murdering people. Like they had a whole segment where it was just like aliens, where they had like stormtroopers go into like a storage unit and then all of them get massacred. So that there sleeping was... bag death that Ziggy brought up was a callback to a previous oh, film. Oh, it wasn't exactly. even an original thing in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. They, they, killed, they got killed in a holodeck sequence. <laughs> For real. For real. It was Liam, also... hot garbage. Probably worse than every <laughs> Deep Blue Sea film. Look, I will, stand, I will stand Jason X till the day I die. I have seen way worse. We'll get to my list eventually, but I, I will stand jason x till the day i die that movie is beautiful and amazing and you're all just smoking crack how is he some like this this futuristic space murderer and then nanobots wait wait, but the next the next like jason film he's back in like in like a jumpsuit (laughs) (laughs) jumpsuits never go out of style yeah, where's the transition? Like, what does that happen? He's in space in some armor, and then he comes back. Okay, from my understanding, the the Jason X thing, Freddy versus Jason happens before Jason X. Wasn't it after? No, 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 no. no. It was released after, but canonically, it happens before. Because didn't his mask like fall? Jason X is the... the end point because like he gets arrested by the government, and then he tries to break Why? free, and then they send him out to Mars. Or like, no, 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 then Earth gets like nuked and bombed or something and these space warriors, these colonists from Mars come to Earth to and they find his body in like cryo sleep or something. It's so dumb. This movie's fucking stupid. I love it. <laughs> I'm really glad I didn't see that when it came out because I would have walked out. All right, Ziggy, <laughs> you're number two. That was... Uh... What up, man? Uh, I really only had three in mind. Uh... <laughs> no, there's worse. There's there's so many worse. Oh, yes. <laughs> Yo, you know what? Like, Leprechaun in the Hood. Fuck yes. <laughs> Fuck I would have picked yes. a different Leprechaun movie, but well, uh, well, hey, if you hate that different. one the most. I'd pick Nothing. every one of them. <laughs> yeah, uh, if, I could, if, that was, if I have a top five list with just them, then Leprechaun. My favorite's in space. Oh, fuck you too, Dan. You piece. <laughs> oh, 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 Jason X is bullshit and garbage, but oh, b- Brad Dourif and a no, fucking... No, I'll, Liam, I'll give, uh, I'll, give I'll, I'll give a little bit of uh, reveal here. I've never seen any Leprechaun movie. None of them. <laughs> so, I've seen a while it's ago. all news to me. The best one is the first one, and then arguably the third one is the second best. But that's like, like a C-minus and then a 
D minus is the next best thing. Those movies are all garbage. They're all trash. They just rebooted the whole series. Somebody is still more, Ziggy is watching all these movies. It's more like comedy. That reboots dog shit though. Like, they had Hornswoggle <laughs> from fucking WWE. Oh no! Leprechaun. Yes. Come on, man. They couldn't they made even... him play the Leprechaun. It's fucking awful. Is Kanan in at least to, to no. get no? He's dig not. it up a little bit. No, it's just fucking Hornswoggle. Then what? What's the number one? Because that's 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 bad. Oh what? Oh okay. Just that's, just one uh, last one. Throw one out there. Let me see. What's a terrible horror? Another terrible horror movie. You know what? I I, I like this the this show the um this series as a whole, but it ain't scared me either. Was Chucky? Uh, Probably the whole like thing three. No, 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 no. I I no like the the one with the bride. Uh, bride. Of oh, bride of Chucky. Chucky. Yeah. Yeah, Bride of Chucky's all right. See, I think it doesn't age that well. Seed of Chucky is the one that's notoriously dog shit. No, that yeah, you're actually you're right. That anyway, that is terrible because it's son. The one Redman was in it. That I think is no, no, no. I think that's Bride. Bride. Seed I of, think Seed of Chucky is the one where they go to Hollywood and it's all supposed to be meta, and their child is basically non-binary. <laughs> Because he has no dick, but it's like a, a boy with no dick. <laughs> uh, it's like, what the fuck is this stupid bullshit? And they yeah, just that remade was. that series. So it's, I it's, forgot it's about. Still going, that. man. They can't. They can't kill it with movies like Seed of Chucky. Also, that reboot's like not even that good. Like the whole concept of it, they basically just made like Chucky Skynet now. Like it's not even like an evil possessed doll. It's just ooh technology bad. Doesn't look, doesn't look like him or anything. <laughs> I mean, he looks a little bit. He still has the red hair and like kind of a creepy face. But like Mark Hamill is just like we're gonna be friends forever. Right, little Danny. It was, it was ninety nine cents on iTunes, and I rented it, and it didn't work. <laughs> maybe, it, maybe I'm better off at. It. I didn't get to see it. <laughs> fair, fair enough. All right, Dan, what's your number? What's your top five? Hit me in no order. Uh, well, you know what? I'll put, since I since I fell asleep watching it, uh, the 2010 remake of Nightmare on Elm Street. That really like. Like it was bad on like every level. I don't even remember them making a remake. <laughs> See, it's it's that, <laughs> and it's sad because the guy who got they the guy who got to play uh, Freddy, Jackie uh, Earl Haley, yeah, yeah, he's a good ass actor and just wasted. Why does he like he they <laughs> like Jackie Earl Haley is like one of those actors. It's like him and Michael Rooker. Who it's like, hey, we need like a guy who's like more trash than white trash. Let's get Don't one of them. Don't you dare talk about him. That way. Have you seen Look, RoboCop? He's an astute. Yes, person. he is, and he's d awful in that. Movie. I'm not. He's, I won't hear it. He's first off. That movie's RoboCop. dog shit. I, I love. I love the RoboCop remake. Shit. That RoboCop remake is dog shit. Fuck. Like, that's why every time I see in... it. That's why they had to put him in Mortal Kombat. Oh, my God. But, yeah, no, like, Jackie Earl Haley did, like, a pretty all right Freddy Krueger if you're looking to make him, like, actually terrifying. But Wasn't enough to keep me awake through the whole movie. But you're also, So he like, didn't do a good enough job. But you're also, like, compete, like you're competing against fucking Robert Englund, who's, it's like... Who could have oh, still played him. We got, yes. <laughs> they could have got him again. He's he's like 79, but yeah, let's just put him out there anyway. Fine. He can still do it. Just CGI runs, <laughs> and then just regular, just if he's standing still, it's just him. Dude, 
Oh, God, Robert Englund's going to show up on my list specifically for one choice. But, uh, like, it's just so much, like, the, the fact that they had, like, they made it, like, so grim and needlessly dark when there was, like, a little bit of humor in, like, that first one. It, it was twisted and terror. It was, like, dreamlike, nightmarish, but it still had, like, a little bit of humor going on in the series. It wasn't, like, the wacky, cartoony, like, third or fourth one, which the third one, still amazing, but, like... This one had a lot of cool teenagers saying teenager things. Yeah, like, fucking piss. And yeah, and running around there. high school fucking hallways and shit. Oh, yeah, bro. Cutting their own throats with a steak knife. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dan, what else we got going on? Coming in at number, what are we on? Four, The Exorcist 2. And I still don't know what's going on in that movie to this day. I saw it when I was young. After watching the, you know, first Exorcist, I'm like, oh, you know, maybe they continue the story somehow. In a second one, which they didn't need to, but I'd like to watch Exorcist 2. Oh, you're not I, don't, a fan I of still don't know what happened. There was another one of that, too? <laughs> there were four. No, there, there, were, a... there were technically five. There's technically five canon Exorcist movies. There's the first one, then there's the sequel. And the sequel is they got, what's it, Richard Burton, right? Richard Burton. He is now a new priest. Who's now a new priest who is, he's just shit-faced through the whole movie. He just does not He's also fuck. connected to her mind via a machine. Yes, and fucking uh, Linda Blair comes back and she's like, I'm a th I help out kids with like mental problems now. And I'm a good, uh, we gotta fight this demon that might also, still be in my system. She's a sex object, which really throws the movie into not scary territory and more like, I'm not, I don't want to be turned on while I, I'm watching this. I, wa I want to be, and I don't want to think of her that way. Uh, and fucking Darth Vader is the villain, right? He, uh. James Earl Jones. He's in it. I, I don't I don't remember if he was a villain or not, but he yells a lot and there's locusts. Isn't he supposed to be Pazuzu? Pazuzu. I don't I honestly I don't remember and I, I remember falling asleep during that movie too and waking up and then being like I I really didn't miss anything. That's a fair point. That's fair. <laughs> I will say though, on the Exorcist train, the second one's trash. The fourth one I heard was all right. The fifth one I don't care about. If you go out of your way, watch the third one. I love it, man. I think it's one of the best horror sequels ever, which is yes. ironic. Yes, that movie's awesome. You have you have fucking George C. Scott. <laughs> Just in like peak disgruntled angry mode. And Brad Dourif in him. possibly, you know, in my opinion, an Oscar worthy role. He was real like he was spine chillingly terrifying in that film. That that was great as the Gemini killer where he's just like fucking he will never get away. <laughs> and written and directed by the guy who wrote the book. I mean, yes. how much more to the source do you want? A lot of people hate that movie. I think it's very... It scared the shit out of me. No, it's fucking tight. I love it. I think that film's awesome. All right, so you got two down, three to go, Dan. Let's go. What's else? A movie that not a lot of people might know about or even know that it's it, it was made, but Liam and Ziggy, are you familiar with the 1980s uh, cult classic Night of the Demons? Yes. It's about I'm a group not. of of teenagers and i say teenagers loosely because they're all pushing 30 uh <laughs> they lock the they they're like partying in like a mausoleum 
and they get trapped in there and are assaulted by a demonic and, and possessed by like demons and like change into weird things. Hey, that's really insulting to Lanaya Quigley. Don't insult Lanaya Quigley like that. She could. I she believe could she was 31 when they made that movie. <laughs> uh, 17 in the film. She looks like a fresh 21 year old. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Dude, uh, they remade was... that movie in 2009 with Edward Furlong in one of the roles. <laughs> yes. Edward Furlong, if people aren't familiar, uh, T2 and I believe the la- latest Terminator, he was uh, killed in the beginning. Uh, he was also in Pet Cemetery too, which doesn't Casey make my Jones. list. Oh, uh, my. The the remake of Night of the Demons is one of the worst horror movies I've ever seen in my entire life. Wow, yeah, it's bad on guys. every level. Wow, that's I'm amazed how you guys know all of these actors and actresses. I don't have a single clue of these names. You guys don't watch this movie. Whatever you do for Halloween, don't watch. Don't even watch the original Night of the Demons because you may be tempted to watch the remake. I beg you not to. Well, Which one was worse? Edward Furlong begs you not to, and he was in it. Well, Which the original, ha- the original has Lanaya Quigley shoving a lipstick stick into her tit, and it just dissipates. Um, I'd recommend that scene because it's one of the best films, uh, one of the best scenes ever in film. Yeah, but uh, I uh, does it does it beat out Lanaya Quigley dancing naked in a cemetery in uh, Re- Return of the Living Dead? The remake of Night of the Demons? No, no, the 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 lipstick nipple scene. Let's move on. Okay, <laughs> you have two more. What's up? <laughs> well, let, let's move away from sequels. Uh. I'll count this, even though it's not a horror movie, but it was marketed as one. And it was one of the only films that I've ever almost walked out of a theater after buying a matinee ticket for it. So I barely paid any money to see this movie. It's Lady in the Water. And I know it's not a real horror movie, but it is it is astonishingly terrible. That's bad, yeah. It's the worst movie I've ever seen in a movie theater. (laughs) Oh my god. It's for for Ziggy for if you haven't watched it. This was like the point. This was a uh M Night Shyamalan. He basically writes like a fairy tale mermaid story that takes place in like a condominium in like Louisiana somewhere. <laughs> and it. it's like this And there's mermaid. a wolf made out of grass who's scary. Okay, well, I've heard enough. I've heard enough. It's oh, it's so. <laughs> Believe dumb. me, I wish I heard that much because I wouldn't have gone and seen this piece of fucking oh. shit. A mermaid in a condominium was enough. Yeah, uh, Michael uh, M Night Shyamalan shows up as like a Jesus. Oh yeah, he's allegory. a main character in the film he's as well. He's a main character, <laughs> and he and has a lot of bad dialogue. He's supposed to be like the god metaphor to it, like he's the creator of everything. And then he includes, like, this fucking smarmy, terrible film critic character that gets massacred by the wolf. And as you know he's, what? Like, I w- reciting it- fucking, like, horror movie tropes at it. I am disgustipated with this movie, but I gotta give it up to M. Night Shyamalan. I just saw the the movie the visit recently where the two it, the two kids think they're going to see their grandparents but it turns out oh they're not really their grandparents that movie was really good and i was very surprised so that just goes to show you this guy he hit some rough patches but he is actually a low-key good writer director i don't think i i like that movie that much i've seen that in theaters the, the visit. visit the visit yeah I, that's the one when the grandmother tried to throw the kid put the kid in the oven right Yep. That's well. I that may be another movie, but I I believe that's the same movie. Yeah, it's the same film. <laughs> yeah, like oh, go ahead, get in. Get in, see what happens. Go that might have been an <laughs> elephant as well. 
I didn't go see it because I heard it was like eh, but then I went yeah. to go see his next movie, Split, which I heard was amazing. And I like that I, movie a lot too. I've uh, seen it. I don't remember I, I, I really didn't like that film. I really fucking didn't like that movie. I'm sorry. I don't want to get into a rant about that. But, Dan, you have one more left. What's up? That's right, and it's the worst horror film I've ever seen. It's Yui Bull's classic, based on a video game I never played, with actors I used to really like, including Tara Reid. It's Alone in the Dark. <laughs> Christian Slater. Sporting a metalcore soundtrack. That that is twenty decibels too loud. You can't hear gunfire over guitar riffs. <laughs> Sporting a plot line from five different movies. Ooh. Sporting dialogue that should have not been said by anybody. You shouldn't say that too loud. Uwe Boll might challenge you to a boxing That's match. B- I already said I like half his filmography now. I don't know how he did it, <laughs> but well, we he started off. Tape, Dan. He started off on the wrong. I mean, he was already. I'm trying to think of how many movies deep he was when he. I think that was his third overall film, and still to this day, it's his. It's the least favorite that I've seen. Oh my god! I mean, we were on a topic of Uwe Boll before we recorded. Dan, are you familiar with the Uwe Boll boxing circuit that he used to do? Yeah, he used to challenge detractors to fight, and uh, that no one could beat him because they. He's like challenging like 14 year old incels in like croatia to fucking boxing matches oh he knows uh including boxing talk shit get hit (laughs) by a ravenous german director dude it's so dumb though like your fucking ego is so broken i think it's dumb whoever actually went and paid to see that i think it's dumb it's like, yeah, I saw Uwe Boll beat up a film critic, and he really hurt the guy. Dude, fucking, like, yeah, yeah, for real. <laughs> but, like, that segment was a part of that, like, really dog shit movie Heckler. You you ever see that? That documentary Heckler? That was included in that. Ziggy, have you ever seen the movie Heckler that was uh, directed and stars? Famed stand-up comedian... Don't fucking call him a stand-up comedian. Well, who is it, Liam? <laughs> Jamie Malibu's most wanted Kennedy. He brought the wor- world heckler. Fucking... I heard of it, but oh, no, I didn't watch God. it. Oh, dude, it's, it's all on YouTube, man. You should you should watch it. It's I really say, it hits home in certain I wanna, areas. I want to say to be completely transparent, that movie is probably in my top ten least favorite documentaries of all time. I fucking hated every second. I'll of put it in my film. top three. I fucking hate, favorite. Like, I'll I'll be real. Like when Jamie Kennedy is not on screen, that movie's like pretty okay. But then it's like it's like it's an hour and a half of Jamie Kennedy having a fucking moan because he's a hack. That's the whole movie. It's Man, just, people don't like his Mexican humor. It's just him being like, "Why do you hate me? Why do people hate my comedy? I'm a good comic. I don't know why I get all this hate, guys. What the fuck? I'm a great comic." And it's like, "No, dude, you're a douchebag." who fucking gets shit-faced drunk and then does, like, Ubisoft's fucking EA press conference, you dumb fucking white boy. God, I fucking hate Jamie Kennedy so much. I hate Jamie Kennedy. We should get him for the podcast God, talk about this film. Oh, and just yeah. have him, like, rage quit halfway through because he's a degenerate fucking loser. <laughs> who would you rather um, have on your show, him or Blair Warner? 
I'd rather have Blair Warner. Fuck. I would rather have Jamie Kennedy. I would rather. (laughs) I would rather have. Well, I I would rather have a three-hour episode with Jamie Kennedy rather than a fifteen-minute segment with Blair Warner. Look, I'll. Yeah, let's let's be transparent there. I think that that's comparing like apples to cyanide. Like Jamie Kennedy would have some pretty crazy great stories to tell. It's just he's such an insufferable fucking prick. I don't want anything that like he's the worst. He's the literal worst. He's he is the (laughs) Like, he's just, he's, fuck, fuck Jamie Kennedy. I don't, uh, fuck Jamie Kennedy. But, yeah, uh, Alone in the Dark's bad, I guess. It's the worst. Dude, have you seen House of the Dead? That movie's way worse. No, I still haven't. And you know what? For next, for the next podcast, guys, you've heard it here. I'm going to force myself to purchase and watch this film. (laughs) House of the Dead is way worse than fucking Alone in the Dark. They have, like, slow motion 360 shots in the film. That's fine. I enjoy that a lot. The fucking Clint Howard's in it. It's so <laughs> I'm, I'm all on board now. <laughs> so I forgot funny. he was in that movie. It's so Clint Howard makes anything better. Clint Howard does. Yeah, you're right, dude. You ever see that movie? I want to find a copy of it. Evil speaks. I've heard of it. I've never seen it. Yeah, I need to get a copy of that. I think Clint, Clint Howard, Harrow, the main actor in this film. Yeah, Clint Howard basically <laughs> plays like a 4chan incel in the 80s that like befriends a supercomputer that's made from like Satan's fucking like <laughs> satanic computer that they, fucking kills people. They somehow got Satan into a hard drive and Clint Howard became friends with it. Yeah, it's fucking wild. How have I not? Uh, you know, I'm looking it up right now. If I could, if I could find this movie, I'll, I'll watch it tonight. Who cares? It's I so never good. Evil speak. <laughs> yes, I think it's like he needs like blood to power it or something, or he needs that to, like, sounds get fantastic to power yeah. it. On. It's so dumb. I love it. I've never seen that movie, but it's in my top five. Uh, <laughs> it's the top five worst already. <laughs> a computer. Oh, a no, computer? you you have to at least have viewed it. Come on, Ziggy. That's I, I actually I actually have a little bit of a story. When I was when I was back in like high school, I wrote a screenplay for a movie called Blood Drive, which was about like a computer repair shop that gets a satanic computer that needs to run on blood. <laughs> so boy, so that sounds nice. worse than this movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. it was it was rough, but I wanted to make it work. And it kind of was functional, but I got like sixty percent the way there, and I'm like, I got, I got like things to do. Sorry. Well, with that being said, Liam, what what is your top five worst? Because that that's if they made that, that'd probably make my list. All right, so I'm gonna throw out a few honorable mentions out there uh, because these are just films that aren't necessarily awful, but personally for me, I cannot stand their existence and it's really hard for me to say for a few of these because some of them are like really well-made movies i just cannot stand them fuck it follows i fuck it follows it follows is overrated dog shit you remember that movie dan it follows i loved it from the moment i watched it and i uh I'm I'm conflicted with doing this list now. Like no 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 because like here's my here's my thing. How dare right? you? Like here's my thing, right? S- like cinematically, the film's really great. Like camera camera editing's fantastic, lighting's fantastic. I think the the message I guess behind the film that it's like a giant allegory for STDs or like some people said it was like an allegory for like sexual assault. Either way, like, it's it's really interesting. It's kind of a pretentious mess, and <laughs> I despised every minute. Like, I hated every character in this film. I hated 
uh, the main character. I hated her fucking twink incel best friend who wanted to get into her pants the whole time. I hated the cool bro who had, like, pity sex with her so that he could take the virus. And then he gets killed by his, like, possessed mother alien. Uh, I hate fucking... See where get, being a cuck gets you? <laughs> gets you I killed by a sex <laughs> demon. There's, like, there's some, there's some fucking character in the movie that reads like the Iliad off of a clamshell cell phone like this is the most pretentious bullshit like this this these are like characters that I could tell were written by like a 38 year old man who has no idea how fucking kids act fuck yeah bro 10 out of 10 stars Dan Caprio's movie bothered the shit out of me so for that alone that like it was mumblecore dog shit and I think also, too, just the mix of, like, I was overhyped. All my fucking film friends were like, this movie's the greatest horror film of all time. This film's great. It's amazing. It is. So I went to go watch it, and I'm like, this is n- no. This is n- what the there fuck are is few, bullshit. There are a few films scarier than It Follows. There are plenty of films that are scarier than I It agree. Follows. I agree. And the, you're only on, <laughs> on honorable mention. This, this is, isn't the, even in I'm your list. I'm just going to throw this out. I'm just Jesus, throwing that one out Jesus, you hate this movie. There. I really, <laughs> yes, I cannot stand God. it. God. Uh, but okay, so let's just get to top five because you got your heart broken by a movie. It's like kick it over it, man. I, I, can... I wasted money and I wasted a lot of time. Dude, I bought it on DVD. Modern horror film. I bought it on DVD. Fuck you, it follows. Fuck it, yeah. Fuck it follows. Fuck you. Fuck you for stealing my girlfriend. Anyway, I'm buying the soundtrack uh, <laughs> on vinyl because of how much you hate the this soundtrack's movie. pretty great too. I I forgot to mention that the soundtrack's pretty good. All right, what's uh, your list? But let's get to the list. Okay, number five, Blair Witch Project. Uh, Blair Witch the Project. original because they remade that too. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot about they that. Do. And I still have to fi- I still have to watch that. Blair Witch Two almost made my list. Dude, Blair Witch Two is one of that. Blair Witch Two is. It's almost ingenious if it wasn't awful. You know what I mean? <laughs> also, honorable mention in Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift Part 3. I know it's not a horror movie, but <laughs> goddamn was that a terrible-ass sequel. Even fans of that series hate that movie. That movie was I garbage. That's the only one I didn't see. Don't watch it, for God's sake. Don't do it. Okay, we could we <laughs> watch, save no, watch it on Halloween. Is we can save it for another time. Save it for another time. But uh, Blair Another Witch, good soundtrack, too. The original Blair Witch Project, um, for the time, I'm guessing, really great, really awesome. I saw it at the first Halloween film fest that I ran at my house, and me and my friends... It just friends, sounds like a party where you guys drink and watch movies. Well, we were, like, in high school, so we were just... We had, like, six or seven people there, and we're, so like... So you're drinking like Sunny Delight and pushing grape drink out of the way. Yeah, basically. Like, <laughs> Sunny D had fucking 99 bananas in it. We got, like, Sunny D, some people are vaping in the corner, it's whatever, and uh, we're sitting sounds there Sounds like a lame-ass party. It. it was... Well, we were, like, And wait, what were you watching? <laughs> we the were, like, Well, by the way, no, that's... that's we were nerdy project. I like that movie. Blair Witch was dog shit, bro. Ziggy, what what is, what is your opinion on the original Blair Witch Project? Yeah, I didn't see the original. I saw the remake. Oh. <laughs> what did you feel about the remake? Because I haven't seen the remake yet. Yeah, yeah I, I heard the remake's kind of the garbage. I heard the remake. Nothing is bad. scary anymore. I uh, there, there's some. I don't know, man. I saw the I saw out. Richard Dweck's parents' wedding video, and that I can't. I couldn't <laughs> oh sleep my. for three days. <laughs> <laughs> what? <Yeah>. Why? <laughs> Dan, god damn it. I love the video technology of that era. You know the worst part is that I believe you. 
that's the worst <laughs> part is that I'm pretty sure you have a copy of Richard Dweck's fucking. I'm not wedding, supposed to have that copy. Fuck off. It's, it's anyway. the master copy. I just it's stole the it while I was over the house. Cut. It's probably it's the direct. A, it's, it's probably it has a, 80 minutes of bonus footage. It's probably a more terrifying found footage movie than the Blair Witch Project. To be it honest. led to the sequel known as Richard Dweck. Oh my god! Oh fucking my. kill me and probably yourself. Uh, fucking like the movie. There's nothing happens for like an hour and thirty minutes. A lot of character development, Liam. No, That's plenty not even of time char- for character there's development. There's no character development. They're all shouting and being miserable and being obnoxious as fuck in the woods for like an hour and twenty minutes, and then the last ten minutes they all get murdered. Like that's that's the whole film. Sorry, sorry to burst your bubble. There's that's an that intricate happens. plot. There's I'm hoping th- you don't bring up a movie that, that I like, a, a series of movies that I like. I'm just waiting. Go in on him if he does br- bring one up. What Kilroy? Oh, you think I'm gonna no, bring no, up no. fucking Kilroy or fucking no. Killjoy? And that's Kill not Joy. a good series as well. <laughs> oh god, but fucking. All right, so fuck Blair Witch. That movie's overrated, trash, dog shit. When I was younger, uh, I rented a bunch of movies from Blockbuster, and one of those movies that we rented was uh, a little movie called uh, The Trailer Park Massacre, and it was not great. It was... Uh, I'm looking this I, up because I've tend never seen to not, I tend to not... I don't, I don't think... This is kind of cheating because it's like a direct-to-video movie, so like no, no it one's fucking it, seen it. But like... Count it. For like... So like I love direct to video so bad it's good dog shit sometimes because just it's funny to watch like how awful these movies are, but no results on iTunes by the way Liam for a Trailer Park Massacre it's dog shit it's it's now it's I probably, can't watch it it's probably one of those movies that is like it was put on DVD and the distribution company went out of business and so the the fucking films in public domain somewhere. In like the next. No five good. Years. We could remake it for no money. Ah, oh, tits. That's gonna sound great. But it's like when you have a slasher movie, right? The best thing about a slasher film is to have really intricate, interesting kills in your slasher film. I was gonna say pointless nudity. This movie, well, there was plenty of that in this film, but like, look, I was an edgy thirteen-year-old. I wanted to see blood and death. I didn't want to see fucking. I didn't want to see tits. I was like, oh, I could just watch the. Oh, I just wanted to see line. Bush, not the band. Oh, oh fuck off. What uh, year is this movie? This movie doesn't like matter. It transcends all eras now. Two thousand and six, two thousand and five, I think, was the movie's release, and the film is just like, how do you, how do you make a boring slasher film? You have very little kills, very little interesting kills. No one does jack shit for, like, another, like, 45 minutes of no one does anything and every character's an unlikable mess. Is it at least in a trailer park for most of it? Uh, no. That's the worst part. It takes place in a park and there's one trailer. Oh. There is one trailer. They bring it out to a campsite. It's not in a trailer park. There's false fucking advertising. But maybe because the trailer's parked. Oh, fuck off. Uh, <laughs> so that film's just my direct-to-DVD dog shit choice Little-known right classic, Trailer Park Massacre, Liam bringing it. And, and coming in at hot at number four. Hot, hot as in hot shit. Oh, it's definitely hot shit. Hot um, steaming. Also on this list, and I'm just going to do a really very controversial take here. Fuck Rob Zombie. Just no. 
Just fuck Rob Zombie. I'm putting Halloween and Halloween 2 in the same slot. Probably the worst remakes, the worst horror remakes I have seen in my fucking life. I hate both of those films with a fucking passion. I fuck Rob Zombie. He's dog shit. I'm sorry. I swear like a sailor for most of my life because I'm an Irish piece of shit. I don't want to sit through. Oh, I didn't know Zombie watch... was was an Irish last name. No, Zombie's not a last. Fuck off, Dan. I... It's a good cranberry song too. Yeah. Weren't they yeah, Irish? It's a great cranberry song. Um, cranberries underrated. Much love to the cranberries. Shout out. But uh, friend of the fuck... podcast. Friend of friend the, the podcast. podcast. Okay. The entire band, the cranberries. Will <laughs> <laughs> we linger on this longer? So I'm sorry. <laughs> Only fuck Liam off, knows. Dan. Oh, fuck off, Dan. So, shut up. So, I, I'm just like, why does Rob Zombie have to make movies where, like, every character is just the whitest of white trash degenerate fuckers? Because it's realistic. No, it's not. Especially like, for a horror film, man. You want to no, overload fucking... your movie with white trash people who swear every third word. Like, every character, I'm pretty positive, is either a pedophile, a rapist, a rapist pedophile, or... Or they are nice, which means that they're gonna die in about T minus two. Yeah, he minutes. made D Wallace Stone into a into a, a smarmy lady. <laughs> Why, Rob Zombie? Why'd you do that to her? Because Rob Zombie doesn't know how to write characters outside of like white trash exploitation fuckhead. <laughs> he wrote every character like Sid Haig. Every yes, every every character. Every, is everybody fucking, is Captain Spaulding in every, every character is Captain Spaulding or what's his face uh fucking otis mosley <laughs> everyone's <laughs> otis and captain spaulding if, if you're a woman you're you're uh captain spaulding if you're a man you're otis <laughs> you're just all they're all trash they're God, I lo- trash. liam i love all rob zombie movies even more now that now I remember, that i have this new viewpoint i remember the beginning of that halloween remake they had the the kid from um spy kids remember the dude from no, spy yeah, kids? <laughs> He was in the movie, and he yeah. goes up to, like, kid Michael Myers, and he's Yo. like, Hey, what's up, gaytard? I heard your mom sucks dick for 25 cents. <laughs> and I'm like, Sign me up for that, kid. I got 80 cents in my pocket. Like, for fuck's sake, like, I was bullied as shit in high school. No one fucking came up to me and be like, Hey, faggot loser piece of shit. Have you tried killing yourself This is a Rob Zombie movie, Liam. You have to take that in consideration. People are going to get the hard F thrown at them. And then he runs off, and he chases this kid in the woods, and then beats him to death with a log. Not no. Let me re- let me phrase that with a, a tree, tree branch. branch. He beats him to death with a fucking tree branch. And then Highly after realistic. he beats the shit out of him with the tree branch, the fucking Halloween sting hits, and the Danny McBride saved this fucking series. Fuck <laughs> Rob Zombie. I and love. Loved- I, that, I'll say that, it now. The the last Halloween movie. It was. I wish they would have called it something besides Halloween. That's no, the that best. Great. That's the best horror sequel I've ever seen. It was. I, I was blown away at how good that movie was, and it killed every sequel in that series. Yes. Yes, it's fantastic. The, the, the most recent one. The most yes, recent the one, one that came out almost exactly two years ago. Yep. That is that is probably the best 
sequel reboot it reboot sequel out there it's a really fantastic movie check it out it's awesome uh and hopefully fuck rob zombies halloween forever and we never have to acknowledge yeah it pretty much again. eclipsed his uh his his uh what he, his gift his gift to the franchise i'm sorry i'm sorry just call me crazy right call me crazy like uh, halloween's not the fucking texas chainsaw massacre it's like Rob Zombie, like, you know how, like, Zack Snyder, when he made, like, Batman v Superman, he just wanted to make a Batman movie? I feel like Rob Zombie just wanted to make a Texas Chainsaw Massacre film, but he went with Halloween instead and then morphed it into a Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie, and I fucking hate every goddamn second of it. So, fuck you, Rob, you fucking... <sighs> Your music's great, by the way, though. You're awesome, and Lords of Salem's pretty good. But uh, Love that for, movie, too. For that... Fuck off, Rob Zombie, you piece of shit. Uh, so that's three. Um, God, can I remember two more? That, like, made me... Like, that was probably lots my of, There's number lots one. of sequels. That's probably my number one on that on that front. Uh, How about Jaws 4? Fucking... Not to rip off Richard Jenny. I don't want to... I don't want to... I don't want to consider that a horror movie. That's that's not something... I, I don't even consider that, like... You know what? Fuck. I'll just throw these out here. You ever see The Omen 3? Yes, and I like that series. <laughs> well, The Omen's alright, but The Omen 3 is not great at all. The it's Omen like... 3 is uh, arguably the best Omen. Ziggy, are you familiar with The Omen series? Uh, I heard... I heard of... Are you familiar with, with famed Jurassic Park actor Sam Neill? He plays the Antichrist. <laughs> He plays, he the, plays anti- the adult Antichrist. <laughs> he plays adult... Di- okay, so he also to- looks at people menacingly and smiles throughout the whole movie. It delivers so- really great dialogue. <laughs> okay, I probably need to rewatch it then. I got like 30 minutes in and I'm really, like, oh it, my god, this is boring. It really is pretty good. I, All right. I, if you I put just- your mind in check, you, ha- you have to remember, uh, Ziggy, um, the Antichrist, according to this movie, uh, is real. Uh, he grows up. He is not killed, as they tried to in two previous films. And, and he grows he then, up to become the, what, the president of the United States? He, yes, he becomes the president <laughs> of the United States. And kills people, like, with, with, like, church instruments falling on them and shit. Like, pieces of building fall on people still in this movie. Is this supposed to make me want to watch it? Yes! <laughs> I'll watch it again. You know what? It? I'm looking it up. If it's on iTunes, I may watch it tonight. Omen three. They made a fourth one, and I'm not going to talk about that movie. I don't, nah, that doesn't make me want to watch it. When Liam <laughs> talked about the Satan hard drive, I didn't want to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't find that movie either. <laughs> nah, uh, dude, that movie's great. Oh, here we go, Damien, the Omen three. Oh wait, dude, no, that, that they, uh, they don't have the fucking Omen three. They have all the other ones except for the third one. Dan, I have it on DVD. If you really want to rent, <laughs> I don't need to. I just found it. I'm sorry. All right. All right, congrats, dude. All right, I'll I'll take the Omen three off. I'm just the trying final to think of... Ziggy. It's called Omen three, the final conflict. Spoiler: Sam Neill uh, gets killed as the Antichrist. Ah, oh, damn, heartbreak. Sam, wait, Sam Neill's in that? Sam Neill is, is yeah. I don't remember that at all. I he's do not... Damien. God, shit, I don't remember. I... He's no, also oh, supposed Sam to be thirty two in the movie. Oh. I believe he was forty six when the movie was made. You know, I'm a I'm a complete idiot. I heard Sam Neill and I thought Sam Elliott. So I, was... <laughs> I would have rather watched it with Sam Elliott. Like He's Sam like, Elliott. I I heard you didn't believe that I was the Antichrist. Well, I'm here to tell you as I sip this delicious Coors beverage that I am in fact the the child of Satan. <laughs> 
fuck, <laughs> fuck you and fuck you and your church building. I'm gonna have a spire fall on your goddamn head. Yeah, you piece of shit. I'll break you. <laughs> Do you have time to talk about the dude? I'll I'll throw <laughs> I'll throw out I'll throw out these other two. How do you guys feel about horror rock operas? I love them. <laughs> Horror rock operas? If you say the Rocky Horror Picture Show is your worst... No, 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 no. Dan, have you watched a little movie called Repo the Genetic Opera? No, you asked me on a different podcast episode, and I, I still haven't watched it. I brought it up, and I was forced to watch it at a friend's house when I was like... 12 years old i saw the Let's trailer see if it's for 99 it. cents on itunes right now i i saw the trailer for it i'm like man this movie looks so cool oh man hell yeah this is gonna be great and then i watched i fo- was forced to watch it at the age of 20 and uh let me tell you that is a movie that you strictly should watch when you're about 12 and a half and then never again from the producers of saw yeah, in the year 2056 it's directed the not by... so distant future an epidemic of organ failures devastates the planet. Out of the tragedy, a savior emerges. Gene Co., a biotech company that offers organ transplants, dot, 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 for a what price. Repo! Called... With, a, with an exclamation point. The so Genetic the company... Opera. The movie's called Repo the Genetic Opera, and it's like, it's hot oh, no, topic those, the Liam, those who miss their pa- payments are scheduled for repossession and hunted by villainous repo. This sounds awesome! It's because... not. Villainous repo men. And the the guy on the cover has like a red ass fucking like bio suit on. Dan, Dan, Dan. The repo man is fucking Jarvis from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Also Paris Hilton, (laughs) Bill Mosley, and Ogre from Skinny Puppy Star. And Paul Sorvino? Yep. Oh my. I'm I'm writing this tonight. (laughs) Fuck it, man. Yep, I'm doing it for you heard it you here. I'm doing it for a podcast. Gene Co's the company. It's Liam. Oh my god. Liam, Isn't should I rent it? Gene? Uh, if it's ninety nine cents, go for it. No, it's four dollars. It's four dollars. Don't yeah. even bother. Don't don't, don't do it. Bother. Don't bother. It's I could buy it high definition for ten dollars. <laughs> oh god, look, I hate musicals to begin with. I'm more of a rock opera. Person. But what about musicals with Paul Sorvino in them? I don't give a fuck about pa- Paul Sorvino sings his own songs, and they are not good songs, Dan. Oh, my God. <laughs> they are not good. This movie sounds amazing. <laughs> it's it's one of those films that you can watch it if you're, like, shit-faced. It's going to be great. But if you're not, if you're surrounded by, like, emo kids that never aged up, then you're just going to be miserable. Because it's such, it has such you know theater what? kid energy. I'm going to flip a coin a- right now. I'll, Every... I'm leaving it up to chance because Ziggy does not know what we're talking about, and Liam is so <laughs> averse to this movie that he's begging me not to watch it. Okay, here Every... we go. This is this Every is live. So... This is a live coin flip. Okay. Oh, you know what, Liam? You got to call it in the air. Uh, heads. Do it now. Heads. Heads. Yep. It's heads. Fuck you. <laughs> no, Fuck. no, you don't. You don't want me to watch it, right? Yes. Okay, no. then I can't watch it now. <laughs> Good good it's not it's not worth it it's look if you can find it for 99 cents or free go for it but like every song <laughs> you have in to it, pay anything more than that don't want ev- yes every song on it is fucking every song on it sounds like a goddamn evanescence b-side track it's it's miserable oh, i love famed new metal band evanescence oh it's so trash i fucking hate every second of it oh my god all right uh but you said Gene Co. isn't that like bullshit denim <laughs> what 
No. Those were all the <laughs> pants I used to wear when I was 10. I, I, named I, used, to like... wear jean, I used to wear jean code jeans that were too tight. And then I, I, wore, and then I wore boss pants that were like 10 <laughs> times too big. And fucking... <laughs> and uh, what, what were the other ones that, that I used to wear? Fucking... Uh, I didn't have Pele Pele, but I had... Uh, Fucking uh, Jesus, man, we're going. No, you know what? I'm not going back that far in time. I can't date myself that much. Yeah, fair. <laughs> oh, I think I had like... a Mark Echo pair of pants at one point. <laughs> Mark Echo? Oh, Echo! Ooh, ooh. I'm not proud of any of this. God damn. Uh, fuck. We spent. Lakewood High. We spent an hour talking about this segment alone, so I'm just gonna. I named like seven movies. I'll throw out another one just for. Like yeah, well, a what's quick... the number one, Liam? What's the worst horror movie ever made? Uh, I'm just gonna say a Serbian film and move on. If you've seen it, you know why. No, that doesn't count, man. Much. Come on, dude. No, it does. It does count. It's a horror film. It's That's a horror movie. It's Dan. Have you seen it? <laughs> no, but I'm looking. If it's on iTunes, I'm definitely running it. Tonight. Dan, there is. I have it, and it won't work on my laptop. My friend it's, gave me a bad copy of it. <laughs> it's the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. Ziggy, have like, you ever heard of this movie? What is it? It's supposed to be the most, like, just brutal freaking movie ever made. Yes. It's rough. It crosses it's all boundaries. I, I will say, I will go as far as to say it is probably one of the most miserable experiences I've ever had watching a film in my life, and that includes watching Sallow the 120 Days of Sodom, which is a movie where they force their actors to eat actual live shit on camera, Cannibal Holocaust, The Killing of America, which was a giallo, uh, a, a monocane film based around modern events in the 1970s, which was depressing as shit. And God, I can't even think of anything worse. No, Serbian film tops it. Serbian film is, and it's not on iTunes. One of the most <laughs> fucked up movies I've ever seen in my life. There is infant rape in the film. There is actual child rape in the movie. Uh, the the ending, it's it's it is misery porn. Like you everyone's, it? yes, 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 I did. Oh. Like all these people, let me, I can't let me wait just to put begin it. Let me just put this out here. All these people online that wanted to bitch and moan, we mentioned this before and we didn't want to mention it again, but I'm going to throw it out here. All you people uh, here online we go. that bitch and moan about fucking cuties and say cuties is the most disgusting thing in the world, sit through like 30 minutes of a Serbian film and come back to me. Just 30 Get up. Get up to newborn porn and then come back to me. Otherwise, shut up. Because this movie will scar you for fucking life. This film is miserable it is atrocious the ending is the most nihilistic fucking awful thing on the face of the planet the douchebag director made claims that this film is like oh it's this it's this art piece about life political allegory it's a political allegory that no matter what the government will fuck you even in death and i'm like i don't get why why does this movie need to exist this is just depravity for the sake of fucking depravity. Go fuck yourself. This film is miserable dog shit for about almost two hours. I'm sorry. Fuck you. Fuck off. Worst movie I've ever seen. Probably the worst horror film. Arguably the Halloween movies, the Rob Zombie Halloween films would probably be my number one. And this is a really close number two. But this I'm glad they're so, so close together. This movie's so fucking repulsive and disgusting that I just resent every fucking fiber of my being out of it. So fuck this film. Huh. That's my top. What, what a what a beautiful eight. way to end our lists. <laughs> just talking about 
God, we started off so light with with Ziggy's choice for the entire Deep Blue Sea series. I had I had a great I had great memories of Michael Rappaport and Samuel L. Jackson being violently killed. <laughs> and now now Liam's got to bring the whole mood down with a detailed Serbian film uh, critique. I, I know I know how to lighten this up. Dan, have you ever seen Copland? I own it, and uh, not really a movie that one could watch very easily in today's climate. Ah, oh, that movie's great, though. I, I just, I just wanted to bring. Although it up a lot of Michael. cops do get shot at the end of that movie, so yes. I mean, if you're, oh, yes. if you're freaking screaming a cab like uh, a certain co-host of mine, uh, then uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe you would love this. Gene Garofalo is forced off the force in the Gene film. Gene Garofalo's in it. Uh, Michael Rapaport is like. Basically... Oh, Michael Rapaport. <laughs> <laughs> Rappaport's in the film. Wait, does That's he get killed? That's why I brought it up. That's why I brought No, he's he almost gets crux. killed. He almost gets co- killed. He's he the main doesn't, crux of he the doesn't story. Die. He almost gets killed twice. Yes, because the villain is fucking Harvey Keitel and Robert Patrick. They're the two bad guys. Robert Patrick with a very bad mustache in that film. <laughs> very, very bad. And Method Man uh, plays another murderous character who is in the movie for no more than two minutes, but is very memorable. <laughs> Just like when wait. he stabbed Samuel L. Jackson in the film 187. Wait, wait, m- wait. Method Man's in cop? Method Man kills officer, as he puts it, Randoni, even though it's pronounced Randone. Uh, he throws him off a building. Oh, fuck yeah, bro. Hell yeah. Lifestyles. And doesn't get caught. Let's recommend Copland. Copland's yeah, because Michael Randoni, or Officer Randoni, rather, was a total... In a movie filled with asshole police officers... He was one of the worst, and that's really saying something. Sylvester Stallone, oh. however, plays the best handy-capable policeman maybe in film history. Sylvester <laughs> Stallone, also friend of the podcast. Friend yeah, of the podcast, amen. Sylvester Stallone. Even after Rambo 5. <laughs> Yo, did you know that they have Rambo in Mortal Kombat 11 now? Yes, I yeah. did see that, and I uh, almost got an erection after viewing that, <laughs> uh, that, that, that clip. I think they actually got Sylvester Stallone to voice Rambo because it's just like elderly Good. Rambo. They're like, who are you? And he's like, your worst nightmare. <laughs> That's a terrible one. Why is Rambo Australian? <laughs> <laughs> Good die, Mike. He spent no oh. time there in any of the films. No, no, I was trying to do like gruff, gruff Sylvester Stallone and it came out as Australian. Ziggy, how do you feel about this phenomenon films where no matter how old a man is, like Sylvester Stallone in the last Rambo film was portrayed as a man in his 70s. He ended up killing minimum 40 people in that film, many by hand. Uh, Also, before he passed away, um, uh, Charles Bronson, well, Chuck Norris is still making films but charles bronson was well into his 70s uh killing people and and beating the shit out of people in <laughs> in film how, how do you feel about this, this is like a this is like a, a phenomenon with with male action stars really it, you, you don't really see it with like aging you know women <laughs> it's like helen mirren's not really kicking people in the head <laughs> yo i wish no 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 remember red dan she fought people in that movie yeah, she was in it. She was. Uh, it was her and uh, John Malkovich and Bruce Willis. Was John Malkovich fighting people? Yes, yes. He Come was, on, man. He was, he was the he was the weapons expert. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> Ziggy, it's ridiculous, isn't it? <laughs> I'm li- Arnold Schwarzenegger ripping people's throats out. He's he's a man of a. I enjoy it, but I have to put my brain in check because the man is in his seventies. 
Every time I think of Sylvester Stallone, I think of Adrian. Adrian. That's it. Adrian. No, nah, my fa- my favorite Sylvester Stallone is the end of Rambo, uh, First Blood. My my favorite is when he's like he's in the police station. Dude, don't say when he cries, man. That that's really no. That's my favorite one, bro. Oh, I thought you were gonna make fun of it because that was that was a pretty heartfelt scene. I'm no, not gonna let my you. That's my favorite. That's that is one of the best action. That's you don't know what the fuck he's saying, but it's one of the best action monologues of all time. I teared up the first time I saw it. Me Where and Troutman like... were right there. He's just like, yeah, it's it's all right, Rambo. The war's over. You can come home. No worries. And he's just like, it's not my war. It's their war. It's not my war. It's just flipping shit. It's like, oh, it's so good. God damn. I believe he was 40 in that movie. <laughs> dude, dude, dude. Remember fucking uh, Over the Top? That's a film Loved right it. There. Over Zing, the have top. you ever seen the quintessential uh, road road slash child abduction slash, uh, <laughs> slash arm wrestling slash... Um, Slash buddy film slash uh, child redemption story over the top starring Sylvester Stallone and and I think the kid from the movie Dutch. I have not. <laughs> you should. There's a character in the film who is an antagonist that's Sylvester Stallone with arms that are unnaturally large. Uh, the gentleman drinks motor oil from a can and does not go blind. Yo, how do you guys he, find these movies? Because I saw it with my dad when I was seven years old, and it became my favorite film for at least one month. I can tell you, I've been on this podcast for I don't know how long, and I've heard somebody <laughs> drinking motor oil, the Satan um, flash drive movie. <laughs> I don't know how do you guys find Kyle I'm Michael Rappaport in, in at least five dozen movies. Five yes, friend, friend of the podcast, Michael Rappaport. Michael Rappaport. We should we should try to get Michael Rappaport for this podcast. I would. I don't want him on the podcast. I would love to have Michael Rappaport on the podcast. He'd be a better guest than Jamie fucking Kennedy. I'll tell you that much. I'd rather have Kennedy. Oh fuck you, Michael Rappaport made apparently a good documentary on Tribe Called Quest. We could ask him about that. Dude, I would love to just have him on because it'd be a fucking fun time. But we're never gonna get fucking Michael Rappaport for this podcast. (laughs) We're dreaming in the sky right now. But yeah, no. Uh, we talked about movies for about an hour and thirteen minutes. So I just allegedly, wanna, I, just I don't wanna... have enough to say on it because I don't watch TV. That's really. to... That's well, Ziggy, fun. do you watch bad comedians? Because we could Dan, do another Dan, top three Dan, of most Dan, hated the, comedians list. Dan, for the love of fucking God, <laughs> local edition. The last no, hour yeah, and a half. Dan, on <laughs> Dan, the last, Dan, the last hour and a fucking half was your topic. <laughs> I have shit here. I have 13 topic points I need to get to. What do you got? Because that's an unlucky number. Okay, so... Dan, are you aware of Cuba Gooden Jr.'s party life? I'm aware that he portrayed O.J. Simpson unrealistically. Nah, dude, that was great. <laughs> uh, I did see that video of his party life. I think I know what you're talking about, yeah. Dude, yeah, I don't know what the fuck's going on with Ziggy. Hashtag do you have... innocent Cuba Gooding Jr. And Ziggy, I mean, what do you Ziggy, do? Ziggy, do you have the lowdown? Okay, so, because I, I wanted to get into this, because, like, I, I feel like this might be a little bit of, like, a push. I don't know if this seems a little bit much, but, like, I didn't realize, like, Cuba Gooden Jr. was such like, such a fucking party hound. Like, there's a video online, Ziggy, if you haven't seen this. There's some video online where, like, <laughs> Cuba Gooden Jr. shit-faced drunk at, like, this Allegedly. house party. And this was, like, I think right after, like, a domestic spat that he had. Um, 
I just need to pull this up. There we go. Because I, I had to link it up a few times because people are like, does Cuba Gooden Jr. have AIDS when I initially wrote this what? down? I'm like, what? No, no, because I'm asking, like, because when I was looking up all this shit, I was looking up all this, this like, information and shit, and apparently the, the story that people believe is that Cuba Gooden Jr. got HIV and he's just being an erratic drunk now because he's just done with his life. And I'm like, what? And I looked it up. Complete bullshit. Uh, he's just, he is just fucking out of his mind right now. Yeah. I think I did his, see that clip. Yeah. He's, oh my God. He's, he's gone through the last five years of his life. The last five years of his life, Cuba Gooden Jr. has been fucking losing his goddamn tits. Made there's snow some, dogs too. There's some. There's some video online. This was, like, right as he's doing, like, the People versus OJ, which is a great series. There's some video online where they're at the club, and he goes to the DJ booth and grabs a microphone, and he's like, get that bitch over there to suck that baby's dick. Get that bitch to suck that baby's dick. And everyone's like, wait, is that Cuba Gooden Jr.? Why are you doing this? What? What are you doing? There's, like... There's like videos upon videos upon videos upon videos of just Cuba Gooden Jr. going to a fucking nightclub shirtless, losing his shit, <laughs> fucking eating cell phones. <laughs> he's just out of his fucking mind on drugs. And while he's doing all this, he apparently has like a groping charge against him. Allegedly. Apparently, this is the this is this is what got him into hot, hot water, right? Is like apparently he's been doing this party life shit. By the way, he's fifty one years old. Go Cuba! Yeah, I, I aspire to be that when I'm fifty one years. Cuba Gooden Jr., fifty one years old, acting like he's on spring goddamn break. <laughs> he's going off. He's like going to clubs with like KFC buckets as hats, <laughs> walking in fucking just shirtless telling women to suck baby's dicks well if, if it's not if very judge good joe father brown, behavior judge, I, judge joe brown can do it cuba gooding can do it wait does judge joe brown party like that you never seen that drunken clip of him no no what give me that <laughs> right you've never seen it oh my i think it was he was in a club or not a club or he was at some spot <laughs> judge joe good. brown in a club <laughs> <laughs> judge joe oh, let brown. me look this up oh my god but yeah, no. So apparently, in one of these like Cuba Gooden Jr. clubbing videos or something, apparently like he was drinking heavily and then he sexually assaulted this girl at the club, and now he's facing charges. But he's still like going out to Miami and just taking his shirt off and just. Oh yeah, his court date's not for a while. He could just get back out. <laughs> Bro, he's like. Judge Joe Brown did a, a five day jail sentence. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Okay, I gotta look this Who up. Who judged Hold him? Up. <laughs> He's like, oh, you can't do this to me. <laughs> Sit down. Wendy Williams was a freaking uh, key witness. <laughs> they hate each other. What, Wendy Williams? Wendy Williams. Not Wendy O. Williams. Wendy Williams. <laughs> Yo, this is. I was. I typed in the. I typed in fucking Judge Joe Brown right now. The Arrest? Judge Joe Brown in jail for contempt of court that's awesome <laughs> that's such a judge joe brown move oh my god he, tell, he tells another court to go fuck itself he's like when I, oh if only this was my court 
<laughs> oh my god i was looking at oh my god i was looking at these the first video that popped up was like a vlad tv interview with judge joe brown and he's just like <laughs> i got arrested why i is did vlad, it why is vlad tv interviewing judge joe that's brown, brown. <laughs> that's he's that's got how beef with little yachty <laughs> <laughs> No, nah, Judge Joe he's Brown. Got, he's, he's got beef with. <laughs> he's, he's got, got beef with fucking. Uh, six, he's got nine. beef with Lil Uzi Vert. <laughs> Lil Uzi. I, 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 think I don't like, like his name. Where's the five nine? I think he's called him out. <laughs> he's got a. He's got a hold on the youth's minds. <laughs> Wait, Royce the Five Nine called judge out Judge Joe Brown. Joe Brown? No, 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 Vlad TV. That's what I thought you were talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Apparently, the whole thing. There's is no Vlad way TV. Judge Joe. <laughs> Everyone fucking. <laughs> Imagine if like... there's no Vlad TV Judge Joe Brown interview. Come on. There's a Vlad TV Judge Joe Brown interview. I swear to God. Is dude. this post? Is this post contempt of court sentencing? I Wait, think it really, so. It really, yes, it really is. The, yeah, the court the court oh. case was in August of 2015. This interview took place in November 2015. And he pounced on that one. It'd be oh, hilarious yeah. if if the contempt of court was because Judge Joe Brown wore a judge's robe into the freaking thing, and there's like two <laughs> judges, one sitting in like the defendant's chair. Ah, uh, if only, if fucking that- only. But, the first uh, caption said Judge Joe Brown. Young thug to just come out the and then he like cuts it off. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently he's talking about young thug now. Dude, okay. So former Wait, Judge, Judge Joe Brown Joe... has a real beef with young thug. <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to oh. give him legal advice. There's no way this is all real. Same way Joe Budden was <laughs> trying to give XXX some advice. Judge Joe Budden. <laughs> Little fuckity fuck ass. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> so I'm trying to read this article right now. So former TV judge Joe Brown turned himself into authorities Thursday night and is now serving a five day stint for being found in contempt of court dating back for wearing to an his robe from last year. So this was apparently from 2014, the charge. The contempt in court charge came from March 2014 after Brown attempted to help a woman in her child support case. He ignored the judge's warning to quiet down after getting loud with court employees. Shelby Cor- uh, County Juvenile Court told ABC News. Oh, yeah, man. Dude, he was trying to do the right thing, and people were getting an attitude with him, and he yelled at him. Well, what do you think about him saying young thugs should just come out the closet? I think he should have just thrown I think he should have yeah. thrown fist in the courtroom. <laughs> For apparently, fuck's sake, what? Apparently, that's what he said on Vlad TV. For fuck's sake, hold on. Just Joe Brown's going crazy. <laughs> oh, my God. You heard it here first, folks. Judge Joe Brown is wildin'. You mean to tell young me sh- to defend it? <laughs> young, young thug should just come out of the Judge clock. Joe Brown is apparently on that lean. Bro, what the fuck? I don't know what's gotten into him. Shout out Judge Joe Brown, friend of the podcast. <laughs> friend of the podcast, <laughs> Judge Joe Brown forever. Please ever. have him as the avatar for this episode, Liam. <laughs> Hopefully with a drink in his hand. Dude, I was originally going to have Cuba Gooden Jr. with a KFC bucket over his head, but I think Judge Joe Brown's mugshot would be way better. Oh my. Way that better. Might be my or just his Vlad TV picture. <laughs> <laughs> I'd do it, then I'd do it again. 
I was helping this woman out in court. They they're fucking with me. What the fuck? I don't get it. Five days, dude. See what helping days. a woman in court gets you in a child case gets you <laughs> contempt of court. Dude, it's not five, even your case. Five you mean days to in... tell me I have to sit in this cell for five days? Sit down. That's fine. I got a Vlad TV <laughs> interview. I'm up for the jail cell. I got it. I got it lined up. Uh, once I get out, I'll be going to a hotel in Cincinnati and. Uh... I will it's also be, be entering the studio in jail and recording a Young Thug diss track. <laughs> young Thug needs to learn how to pull his damn pants up unless he wants his butt being taken by the ass thugs. That's my rhyme. Don't kiss me. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I don't know what's gotten into him. Dude, what the Reality. <laughs> young Thug should just come out the closet. Oh, young my. Thug should just come the fuck out the closet. Dude, How does he know fuck. about Young Ziggy, Thug? Young Thug, uh, top 10 uh, rappers of all time. And we're going by Richard Dweck standards here. No, I like Young Thug, but no. <laughs> yeah, good. Thank God. <laughs> top 10? Yeah, that's pushing it. Young very high. Thug? Wait, but... was, that on, was that on Richard Dweck's list? Uh, I'd have to consult the list again. I don't don't consult the list. No, and I really I I don't want to revisit that because Watsky and Eminem at the top of that. Like he started his list with two white men. <laughs> Who the hell is Watsky? Watsky you don't want to know. It's one of Watsky's arguably one of the worst rappers I've ever heard in my entire fucking life. And I am not and I am not kidding. Watsky was like a reg the the first time anybody knew him. He was that guy who went on Ellen for being one of the fastest rappers of all time. Oh, he should be. Uh, dis he should be shot to Mars. Who who is? They should shoot him and Jason Voorhees to Mars in the same spaceship. <laughs> <laughs> and and Mac Lethal, who also and Mac Lethal. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. who, who's that? And, and Machine another, Gun Kelly, another white guy who spits fast. That's and and, like, and made Richard Dweck's list along with Machine Gun Kelly. Along with Machine Gun Wait, Kelly, who's not even a rapper anymore. White He's a punk rock guy. Now. What did Machine Gun rap? What was his number on that list? Machine Gun Kelly was in the top twenty, I believe. <laughs> Actually, you know what, Ziggy, I'm going to the list. Uh, All right, there we I go. I have an Evernote ready, right here. Hell yeah, baby, let's go. First time Richard we went Dweck through this roast. list. Oh, here's all my Richard Dweck roast jokes in one. Top 50 metal bands, comedy albums, total films. Uh, uh, Richard Dweck's top 50 metal bands. His idea of pride. Oh, wow, it's really Jesus down Christ. here. You actually have a folder for all of this shit, don't <laughs> Well, it's mixed into my cooking recipes. I have Richard Dweck post of... and cooking recipes. The top 50 rappers. Okay. All right, Mac Lethal number seven. I don't know who that is. He's a he's a YouTube rapper. Hoodie he Allen does... number twenty. Hoodie Allen. Um, who's that? Now where is Machine Another Gun Kelly? MG MG. He's on here. I think he's like in the forties. He's he's it looks it looks like he's near the bottom. Dude, oh. he well he lost to he lost to Eminem in the diss track. He lost clap, bro. Here's the last five rappers on Richard Dweck's top twenty one pilots who are not rappers. I about to act. Uh, yeah. uh, May Day with two. Exclamation, exclamation points, points one in the beginning and one at the end who's mayday liam that's uh one of tech nine's prodigies yeah he's number 47 uh chris Prodigies. webby i heard i heard that name i just don't remember who he is i, I remember webby i don't remember chris webby <laughs> maybe the, the... i i know of chris weber none of us know who this is <laughs> i love it i just <laughs> assume if i don't know him he's either a white he's youtube, a YouTube rapper, rapper. 
or he's a fucking <laughs> Tech 9 protege. It's one of the two. Number 49 is Machine Gun Kelly. And it number 50 is Capital N, Capital F. NF. Ah, uh, fuck NF. I don't know. Who, who I that know. is, I don't want to know. He's Christian white rap. He's like, no, he's, he's Eminem. He's Eminem if he was Christian. No. Yes. That's number 50. That's number 50. Big Daddy Kane at number 44. NF at number 50. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Bro, bro, fucking, you know who else big ups NF? Uh, our good friend Elazar Guzman, friend of the oh, podcast. I thought you were going to say uh, Vinny Beetle. I wish Vinny Beetle, then we could diss it. Vinny Beetle probably likes this list. Uh, he yeah. probably likes most of this list now Vin- I think about it. Vinny the Beetle ones that are ex- rappers, anyway. Okay, Vinny Beetle exclusively listens to CKY and him. That's it. He wears Thrasher, te- thrasher hoodies and he's 36. All right, he doesn't listen to hip hop for fuck's sake, Dan. Biggie, is this list trash? He only knows the bottom five. He doesn't know I the know, whole list. But all I knew was Big Daddy list. King. <laughs> <laughs> How about. Well, he's got Grand Poobot, number 42. Okay, yeah. Uh, I don't. Most Deaf, number 39. Na- Nas at number 38. Why so low? Because he I'm, needs I'm, to make room for Mac Lethal and Quedeca. Quedeca, number 30. <laughs> I'm wondering, is this his top 50 in order? I, yeah. See, I think so. Who would you say number he didn't one specify was? wasn't. Number one is Watsky. Uh, yeah, I don't know who that is. Yep. Number three is Wu-Tang Clan. That, that's As that's more than one person. All of the Wu Tang Clan. <laughs> the whole Wu Tang Clan is one rapper. In the Wu Tang Clan. <laughs> we are including you, God, in this discussion. We are talking Masticilla in this discussion. Hell yeah. Uh, Masticilla is all right. You God was just a hooks guy, right? Who, uh, Ziggy, have you ever heard of a rapper named Spose? How about Wax? I know about, how about Wax. How about Mac Lethal? <laughs> Fucking Mac Lethal. This list is Fuck. making me angry looking at it. Did we lose Ziggy? Ziggy, you there? Oh, uh, I th- I think I went too deep on the list. The the list the list broke Ziggy. I think. Come on, Ziggy. Oh no. I see, he's still in here. Uh oh, is he typing? Oh, he's typing something. He's probably like, just stop talking about this fucking list already. I I fucking hate this list so much. It's dog shit. Please. All right, we we can move on. Bro, it's fucking a tr- oh, dude. We don't uh, have to talk about the Richard Dweck any list. Uh, you know what, Dan? I have I have one last thing that I really want to get to. I have 50 things on this list. We're not going to get to all of them, and we're closing out for the round 30, but I want to bring this up because we brought it up a few times on this podcast, like a little bit. We brought it up on Beecroft's list, but I did a little bit of research over the last two weeks, Dan, and you want to know what I was researching? <laughs> what, what was that? I was researching information that I found during the John Beecroft episode, that being the information of John Hollywood's YouTube channel. And boy, howdy, there's some humdingers on there. Dan, we're, we're all familiar with John Hollywood, right? I mean, I am, but I, for I, those I, not, you fill, fill the listeners in on... Because I... See, we're talking about somebody on the podcast, and, you know, like, you told me to you know like hey let's not name names ah, you dan, know, he's a piece away, of shit. But, it's fine but dan, you know i mean ziggy dan, knows who john hollywood is right ziggy you know i just literally just came back because i was somehow <laughs> disconnected. we were we were covering for you we were covering don't worry we thought fine. the richard dweck list just made you quit no <laughs> i couldn't hear anything after you said number one was Waski or whatever his name was. Oh, yeah, we we talked at length about that list. Oh, yes. And it we were on a, that moment. We were on a brand new topic. Uh, that topic is a comedian 
who many people know, you probably know him too, Ziggy, John Hollywood. What are your thoughts on uh, New Jersey comedy host John Hollywood? I don't know him. Is his All hair right, like Riff Raff from Rocky Horror fantastic. Picture Show? Let me let me let me do a quick rundown then. So John Hollywood's the uh, stand-up comedy host of a uh, small-time comedy group called uh, the Comedy Cove over in Springfield, right? It's a group now. Well, is is it Somerset or is it Springfield? Where is the Comedy Cove at? I think it's technically Springfield. Springfield. All right. That's what it so, says on the um, location. It's over in Springfield, and it's notorious for having really racist boomer mics. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, Springfield is what's on the side of cop cars that are called there after the open mics. <laughs> Fucking Christ. It's a lot of, it's a lot of like, old guys, mostly allegedly. old Italian guys complaining also about allegedly. their lives. Complaining about black people and Asians and retards <laughs> I, and everything. I've been there before, Ziggy, and I haven't seen any of this shit. I have seen uh, plenty. <laughs> I've heard similar stories. I have heard horror stories from folks like Franco Danger, who we had on the podcast. I've had bad sets there. I've heard horror stories from future guests Kevin Hall on the podcast. Yeah, and and Kevin worked directly with the establishments. He he he's seen, he'd he's seen, seen some shit. Horror. So yeah, so John Hollywood. He's seen some sets from John Mr. Hollywood. John Hollywood's the host of this mic, which who has uh the reputation of just being fucking pond scum of the stand-up comedy scene in New Jersey. And he has a YouTube channel which I've been watching and it's one of the most bizarre and hilarious things on the face of the planet cuz I'm a sucker for stand-up cringe. Do you love watching stand-up cringe, Dan? No. <laughs> uh, but I watch it anyway. Is so this guy old? Uh, oh, John Hollywood? With yeah. a name like that, he's either old or a porn star. He's probably what, like early 30s. Thir- I would say I would put him at like early 30s, maybe no more than 34. He wasn't the guy that kicked John off the stage <laughs> for muffing cake in his face or something, right? John off, First off, that guy, I think, was the owner of the Comedy Cove. Secondly, oh. Dan... <laughs> John Hollywood is like a solid, maybe late forties, at best. This guy has. I'm going like, with early, early, very mid thirty. He is not in his mid. Maybe thirty. Man. Maybe exactly thirty. Dan, he looks the same that he does in 1980, fucking four. As a 25 year old man, he looks like a 30 year old man. <laughs> As a 25 year old man. <laughs> As someone who hasn't reached the age of 30 yet, I can safely say that John Hollywood, which is not his real name, is 30, which is his actual age. Who has a blonde goatee? Who has riffraff haircuts in 2020? He looks this guy like a, just got like you just pretty much described Guy Fieri. He looks like fucking he looks like fucking um no, you know who he reminds me of? If it was any chef. Uh what's his face? Mario Batali. He reminds yes. me of Mario's Batali. <laughs> just bloated with a pullback <laughs> ponytail. Just oh fucking, drinking too much. Drinking too much. Hates the hates the blacks, you know. Has bad classic, Asian jokes. Classic, classic John Hollywood. So I found his YouTube account, and there are some there's some gold on there, some pure fucking gold. Cause I love me some stand up cringe. 
I love me watching like the worst sets of all time. It's some of the best cringe I ever witnessed. Ooh. And who this guy's got 60 videos of pure unadulterated cringe. We've got a long way to go, guys. It's a lot of shit. So Ziggy, for starters, do you enjoy stand-up cringe? No, nah, because it makes me feel like it's me. Oh, duh, come on, man. <laughs> when I watch it, I'm like, oh. I'm, I, I, it's just like seeing somebody get rejected by a girl badly. <laughs> See, I, I watch it, and I take it as, like, learning experiences of what not to do. Is that in real life? Like, it's I don't know. It's the same way of, like, when you go to an open mic and you see someone who's either, like, really new or, like, someone who's just really shit go up and is mm-hmm. just doing terrible material for fucking, like, 45 minutes or, like, for fucking four minutes. Oh, go on, Liam. It's fucking great. It's beautiful. We'll, we'll see that tomorrow. Oh, we <laughs> all will. That'll that'll probably be your last talking point, Dan. We'll get to that. I don't worry. I didn't forget about that. But um, I did. So, so c- continue. <laughs> so, so just a quick rundown of this guy's YouTube page. Usually, when you have like a comedy YouTube page, you usually are just kind of trying to promote yourself, right? Like you're trying to you record your sets, you put your sets on there, you you show the world what your fucking sets are. This Hell guy yeah. has like maybe. Out of the 60 videos on his account, maybe 10 of them are his own sets. And then there's sets from guys named Jerry the Plumber. There's, like, fucking 10 of his sets on his YouTube channel. There's uh, uh, No Filter Paul is scattered all over that. Friend of the podcast. There's some fucking, like, Staten Island coos that does, like, this really shitty material that, like, and let me note. (laughs) Wait, what did you call it? A coos? You said coos. <laughs> I don't want to say bitch. That's, that's no, funny. no. I mean, it's they're both sexist, but coos is very fun, <laughs> much funnier. Oh, and she's whatever. from Staten Island, so that's you know Staten we all Island. have a shot. Oh, for f- <laughs> aren't all those aren't all those guys old? Oh, they're all allegedly they're all like fifty. Yeah, they're all like forty-eight, fifty years old. And, and by fifty, I, we mean thirty. I. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking we're talking Dan Nine in ages. <laughs> Dan Nine in age. When when I mean thirty, what I secretly mean is they're sixty-two. So these guys they like he's releasing this, he's releasing like all these people's sets, and when I tell you that like it's he's like producing set lists of like him eating shit for five minutes straight to 10 minutes straight on average. It's almost exclusively putting up sets of people that are just not getting any sort of laughs whatsoever. Wait a minute, the sets that he's putting up that aren't of him are not even good sets of other people? They're not even good. Like, as I mentioned, that fucking, that Staten Island, whatever the fuck her name is. I don't know her name, but. Not a good set? There's this, no. That's not her all-star set? That's not her type five? It's the one I told you about, Dan. There's this, there's the the, the Staten Island woman, the the wondrous woman. I I won't say who's here, but fucking. The Staten Island woman, she, she does this five sets and like, she does this five minutes and in that five minutes, there's this bit that she does using the word shit, but using it in different ways where it's like, you know, everyone's got their shit and some people's shit is like horse shit, but I call that bullshit. Me, you should get your shit together, man. Shit is just all so dirty. I don't, I can't handle my shit. 
and you can't handle your shit, so why are you putting your shit in my shit? Man, that just seems like a bunch of bullshit for like three and a half minutes. She needs to stop ripping off friend of the podcast, Tim Lowe. I won't have it. It doesn't, like, no one laughs. Really? Like, she does her whole material. (laughs) Not a single fucking laugh. This would kill at fucking Scotty's. (laughs) (laughs) This would destroy at Scotty's. Because they're doing like some show in like New York or Staten Island, and yeah, she's that's doing that's this not material. that's not gonna work at the stand. Yeah, she's doing this material, and everyone's like, "You are awful. Why are you here?" This isn't gonna work at Buddha Comedy Club. There's there's the legendary clip that I showed Dan of uh, the strip club clip. The strip club clip. That is, that's hard to watch, Ziggy. If you've watched any of these videos, watch the very first one. It's it's John Hollywood preceded by not friend of the podcast Victor Ponte, uh, <laughs> for no reason. Oh, that, God, that wasn't that edited out. Oh my and, God! And for... dude, John Hollywood is struggling to get laughs in an outdoor strip club. Yeah, so to give a rundown of this clip, the clip starts off with like the end of the set of a guy by the name of Victor Ponte, who's kind guy. of who's notorious for being an absolute racist, like racist Italian boomer comic. Basically, he got notoriety for basically doing the the knee on the neck challenge or what the fuck yeah. the George Floyd challenge on his account. And then posting a bunch of like, oh, these eggplants are walking around. They should be learning how to get their fucking job right shit on Facebook. He's a racist scum fuck. Yeah, so he goes, guy. he does his material. I want to know who took that picture, by the way. Somebody took that picture. We I don't know who took yeah. the picture. Yeah, no one knows. It, it's like the Kennedy mystery. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> who took the Victor Ponte picture? I got Who was the man on the ground? Who was the ground man? Who was the who was like taking the photo on the grassy knoll? Uh, I believe it was the magic photo theory. Is what it was. Quadeca. <laughs> fucking Quadeca. <laughs> so, so Victor Ponte gets off. The host gets on. Who's another like forty-seven-year-old, like bloated trash old man? I don't know his name. He strip club manager. Yeah, like a strip club manager, and he's like, "All right, are you ready for your headliner tonight? Here's your headliner, John Hollywood." I'm jealous. <laughs> John Hollywood. Comes he got that out. headline an outdoor strip club show. I'm waiting for that opportunity. For fuck's sake, right? Like I okay. First and foremost, I think if Dan and Reggie are gonna book shows, I think eventually we're gonna get a gig there. I but... know people that have done. No, no. This, this is in all seriousness. I know people that have done strip club shows. None of them ended up. They the the best they've ended up is being okay. Didn't Beecroft do one? Yes, he did. Yes, he did, and it didn't end up well. It for did him. not end up well. Oh, really? Nope. Yeah. I don't think he got paid. I performed. For it, right? I performed in a strip club basement, uh, but it wasn't directly like they were doing their thing upstairs. There was an open mic like slash show downstairs. Mm. Different, same building, different vibes. But some of the strippers came downstairs, and they uh, they were actually pretty good audience members. I had seen right. an open mic Sh- once. Shout out Black Betty. <laughs> this is a strip club that had an open mic once, but I didn't go because all the strippers looked like they had light up sketchers on. Oh yeah, that's, that's a wild. big, uh, that's a big no. It was like that's... a terrible. It was like... <laughs> the, swing, the strippers were wearing light up sketchers. But that's a that's a hard bargain right there. <laughs> oh my god, they 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 can fit into their shoes that they wore back in high school. That's that's more than I can say. About it's really bad bombing and light up sketchers. 
Yeah. yeah, for fuck's sake. I have actually a, a wild story a friend of mine used to do. He did a he did a show down at uh, the Gentleman's Club on Route 36 or Route 35. Ow. And it was his band. They were performing there. They got paid oh, it was a band. It was a band. They were playing at a strip club. Their guitarist gets their payment for the night, and then he proceeds to waste his payment on a single blowjob. Oh. And the rest was it of the at least like, a good? Of... Dan, <laughs> he he doesn't realize he's in a thirty-five. Ba- Dan, he's in a he's in a band. <laughs> he should not be paying for that. Yeah, it should automatically. Yes. Pay. Yeah, yes. he should be paying for at most food. And at the very, like, <laughs> that... to be and to be transparent, fucking like the band's like, yeah. So where's our payment? And he's like, look, guys. Uh, so. Oh, he paid. Uh, he used all of their money. Used all their money. What the fuck? <laughs> I guess being in a trapped cover band just ain't what it used to be. <laughs> Shout out to my boys at Trap Door. So and Drowning Pool goes up. So yeah, so John Hollywood goes up, and they're like, "Here's John Hollywood. He's headlining the whole show." Awesome. And he starts off with this like. Ah, man, look at all these beautiful women, man. I'm just so happy to be around all these gorgeous girls, you know. It just, it's, I, I'm not trying to say it as like a perverted thing or anything, but like, you know, for a comic like me, it just, it it, it warms my heart to know all these beautiful women are around. And there's like, the, the women that are walking around are like, at best, maybe like a four and a half if you had like maybe two rum and Cokes and a screwdriver. A jersey four and a half. Yeah, they're like a Jersey 4, which means that they're like a Minnesota 10, but like a, a California 2. So, like, they, like, there's no, like, beautiful girls. It's it's. We well, got a, a lot of laughs. You just run that opening line, right? Yeah. Well, no, he got no laughs. Oh. No laughs at all because it was an awkward fucking shit. And then he starts doing, like, his Jerry Seinfeld airline food material or whatever the fuck. No, he was doing, like, COVID material. About like, I just need to I just need to leave my house because my wife she just irritates me you know like she doesn't get it you know like like you know I just want to leave the house you know COVID's just such a problem you know I think I think that mask thing is a pre- like he's just doing premises he's just saying <laughs> lines he's not saying any I can jokes. Vi- I can vibe with that I can vibe he's just saying premises and the bartender behind him is on her phone. The host of the mic is on his phone. The fucking waitress that's walking around serving drinks is on her phone. No one's giving... They're all being caught on camera just being like, uh, can this guy get off stage now? Ziggy, this is For disrespectful to the headliner is what Liam's leaving out. <laughs> yeah. Very disrespectful. Very disrespectful. I and, call and, people out when they're on their phone. Well, well, John Hollywood then spends the next like two minutes being like, look at you on your phone. Is there something more important to watch than me nah don't worry toots you're hot and just like hell yeah john and like what a flirt (laughs) (laughs) what a flirt you fucking troglodyte and so fucking he just have you ever seen a rocky horror picture show lady like you can watch him give up halfway through his set (laughs) as a headliner as the headliner (laughs) when you give up he he just as a headliner mike He's on the mic and he's just like, huh, what do I, what do I follow with? I've seen Margaret Cho give up as a headliner, but there were people getting on the stage after they were angry that they paid to see her do rate material during Easter Sunday. (laughs) 
Wait, she oh, did man. rape material? Yeah, dude, if you want to watch something crazy, man, watch that clip of uh, you see um the old manager of the stress factory, Mark, and a few other people that still work there are on stage trying to calm people. Dude, there's people on the angrily on the stage. There's there's like a TMZ video of it. It's it's <laughs> great. And then Jerry Seinfeld gets another show together as like a redemption show. Sells out in like 15 minutes. And Margaret Cho is their reputation is fine. <laughs> Classic. Just Jerry Seinfeld, Margaret Cho co-headlining show. They should have had John Hollywood open for them. I think yeah, really that would have been a 55 minute opener. <laughs> That'd be such great opening. <laughs> 55 minute opener slash triple closer. Yeah, but I'm I'm saying to you all, if you have a chance, go find these, these videos. No, John Hollywood starts doing rape material at the Redemption show. <laughs> and it just... You know, I, I don't understand why, like, all these women have, like, rape culture. Rape culture's not a thing. Like, uh, my wife doesn't want to suck my dick, and I just go, okay, I guess I'll just go out to the strip club, guys. Come on, rape culture doesn't happen, guys. I don't know. That would be his, like, premise. I don't – it doesn't count when it's 40,000 feet in the air. I mean, that door lock's pretty strong. <laughs> they can't what's bust the it down. I got my what's the deal off. with airline food? I can't, I can't enjoy this airline food when the stewardess won't even suck my dick. It's unfortunate. It's with how small those bathrooms are. I can't even get my cock out correctly. <laughs> I like how this is John Hollywood's voice, and I, I honestly don't know if it's accurate or not. Uh, dude, I remember. I haven't no, seen no. John. I haven't seen John in the flesh in quite a while. Uh, the last time I saw him in the flesh, I brought him up at the Dublin House show when we talked oh. about that with John Beecroft. That was a while. God, that was a while ago. Yeah, it was a while ago. Yeah, I haven't seen him since. He 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 fucking friended me on Facebook and was like, "Fuck yeah!" Ah, you know, uh, you should come up to Scotty's uh, to test your metal, kid. And I'm like, "I'll do five minutes in between uh, you." Guys, I don't know how I feel about that front, bro. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to go up there, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> how do I politely say no? <laughs> How do I politely say I'll get kicked out? <laughs> I'm glad John Hollywood never hit on my ex-girlfriend. That's something I'm forever grateful to God for. Right. You hit on somebody's ex-girlfriend? Oh, God, it had to happen. <laughs> oh my He'd God. hit on his own ex-girlfriend. Most likely, John Hollywood, certainly. So... <laughs> he went to rape culture jokes and just stare at his ex-girlfriend in the audience. <laughs> my ex-girlfriend knows him. Tell him the truth. Tell him. This guy has a Facebook Yes, he does. John Hollywood, yeah. He's also got an up-to-date Instagram with post now at one a year. <laughs> <laughs> so he's promoting the shit out of himself. He's he's doing great on the marketing scheme, guys. He's doing wonderful. Plus, his name is John Hollywood. Yeah, how what could possibly go wrong? But um, so I think we should close out with this. So Dan, uh, so Dan, what happened? No. You have your last talking point that you promised we'd have to bring up on this, right? I honestly, I don't remember what it is. The the uh, update on Blair Warner's existence. Well, am I supposed to talk about this still? Is that is no? I'm just saying, like, are, are we are we bringing this up or are we? What happened? Well, no. Okay, so huh. Zig, you well, know this guy, right? You know Blair Warner. He's the one that wears right? the suit. He's the one that allegedly. Wears the suit. He looks like a fucking like a hair like a he looks like a recovering heroin addict that just left AA. He kind of he kind of looks like if Geo dude used too much methamphetamines like oh, outside of the poker ring, and if, if it even is called a a gym, he's Geo dude is hitting 
meth outside of the gym real hard, and then he puts on a suit for no reason and wears dirty ass uh, sneakers. Is this wait? Is the one that 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 said about that he's like mentally ill? That he's on a spectrum. Well, he probably is, but probably in is his that. set, he talks about family members very mean spiritedly, and I don't believe a word he says. Yeah, uh, guy. And takes pleasure in walking people. He comes yeah. with a lady sometimes. That lady, I don't know. He comes with a, uh, a Ukrainian uh, mail-order bride that he claims to be his wife. Yeah, you guys are terrible. No, look, man, I'm just saying what I see. There's no you proof of man, anything. You called the man a Pokemon on heroin. No, I said on methamphetamine. Even Liam worse. said heroin. Yeah. <laughs> Don't yeah, get the fair. drugs confused. I'm talking <laughs> massive weight loss and granity face. We're talking methamphetamine. <laughs> But this guy, he he gets up, he does his set, and the best way I can describe everyone's reaction is no one's laughing. I decide to put except for Carl and you. Well, I'm laughing because I we've mentioned on this podcast how much my wonderful co-host Dan despises this man's guts. Why? What do you do? It's he hates Blair Warner. (laughs) He is an example of why I get like. I don't know how seriously you guys take stand-up comedy as, as like, a live art. But when I see somebody, like, shitting on... It's like if you're a musician and you really take, like, playing your instrument seriously and you see somebody just, like, go up and just drunkenly, like, play... Like, play Wonderwall for, like, the nine millionth time and get the lyrics wrong. And just, like, you know, you're trying to impress, like, your girlfriend in the crowd, but you're too fucked up. It's just, it's it's like seeing that. It's like, dude, dude, come on, man. You're just wasting, on purpose, wasting time. Well, yeah. What about what about the, uh, Zach Front? You know my feelings on him. <laughs> in the, in the other and you game. know what, man? And I've said it before. I'll say it again in honor of our guest, Ziggy. COVID-19 has some bright spots. One of those bright <laughs> spots, and I'm not saying he has it, but I'm saying the pandemic and the lockdown caused so many Stand-up comedians, and I call them stand-up comedians, Liam, to just Even quit the game. All open micers, but all right. <laughs> no, there's, there's some actual comedians that gave up too. I miss I mean, that guy, Dan. Probably. I don't. <laughs> and I know so, you're just kidding. So, no, he was the I missed that guy. Wait, wait, which guy? Which guy? The guy you with miss? The hockey jersey. Not Ben Williams. The no, the guy with the hockey jersey, jersey tucked in his jeans. That guy was named Dan. That's all I know about him. No. His... <laughs> His set literally like made me laugh to tears because it was all set up. It was literally all setups. <laughs> and and, and you know what? That I'm not. Th- that guy did waste time without question. He wasted a lot of time. But I think he was attempting to. At least, he, you can't say that that guy wasn't unique. I mean, we all know who he is, and we didn't know his name for the longest time. But he made me laugh. That's what that's what killed him because your and your facial expressions at every. I I I rarely laughed. I was just confused most of the time that and scared. Terrible. Like when when yeah. him and Carl were on stage, I'm like he could pull out a knife. Oh, yeah, yeah. He could just pull a fucking knife out right now. <laughs> or M80. <laughs> or an M80. <laughs> or an M80. Jesus Christ. Yo, if this guy pulled out a Mac, pulled it out of his fucking hockey jersey. <laughs> Why would? Yeah, he tucked it in. He tucked a hockey jersey into shorts with a fucking belt. Who does with a that? Desert Eagle in a bag. With a de- yeah, it was a hidden Desert Eagle. <laughs> He's like, oh, I love number forty-five. I'm like, oh, what is that? A player? He's like, no, it's my gun caliber. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah, well, that guy, I haven't seen that guy. Me either. He came like three times. Yeah, but co- again, uh, the lockdown, I think, had a hand in that. Yeah. Ben Williams think... not been around. Young Ben Williams. Yeah, there's a lot of people that have given up on the on the art, and we just wish that uh, one of those people was, in fact, our, our man, our myth, our legend, uh, uh, Blair Warner, because it's like it's painful to watch certain people just eat shit and watching him eat shit was very very painful and i think the only enjoyment and laughter i got out of it was not through his set but watching dan miserably sit in the corner with nothing but pure disdain in his face ready to probably punch out this man that was probably the greatest thing in my life Wanna, uh, no man, I'm not. I'm not going to commit violence against him because he's not. He hasn't done anything against me personally. That's what I thought. That's your beef with him with the whole time was about. I thought he did something. I just beef with his act. I thought he like grabbed your ass or something. No, I don't think any comedian has done that. <laughs> Maybe Dan Farley. That I forgive him. Wait, who? For what? Maybe Dan Farley. For doing what? Punch somebody grabbing, out? Grabbing my ass. <laughs> I... <laughs> Richard Dweck made fun of my father, who is no longer alive. So that I mean, I, you know, that's worse I, than grabbing somebody's ass, in my opinion. I, I walked into Brighton. That's the first thing you told me. Said <laughs> <laughs> Dweck, just like, you, you, you just said your father passed, and he just went off on his on his set about that. Yeah, Horrible. it was it was coming up on an anniversary, and Rich uh, Rich said a long winded. It wasn't even really a joke. It was more just mean spirited, like trying to like make me upset. Wow. You know, wow. saying like. Oh, wouldn't it be funny if I became your stepdad and, you know, we went to visit your actual dad's grave and I peed all over it? I'm like, no, that wouldn't be funny at all. Well, well, <laughs> Richard Dweck may have an evil streak. And judging by his god awful lists, we may be just, on to something. Just oh him saying god. that, I can't see it. <laughs> oh, your stepdad, you know, go to your real dad's grave. I'm going to take you to my real dad's grave and uh, we'll make you piss on it and I'll laugh That's at you. crazy. <laughs> And then we saw fucking uh, Budokai Tenshi Dan Caprio come out and just, he was ready oh, to just five, it, it was five straight minutes of just eviscerating Rich after that. I went, <laughs> I have the audio too, and I love that audio, man. You just, you just went full on, like, you weren't even, <laughs> There's like, no, there was absolutely not a shred of a filter right there. There was, there was no, like, play laugh. There was no, like, loud, like, you know how Dan usually, like, shouts most of his punchlines and stuff. No, Dan was, like, <laughs> My voice Patrick got so Bateman. low. Yes. The, gl- the gloves were all. Patrick fucking Bateman right there. Just, like, yeah. you know, Richard, we've had a lot of discussion here tonight, and um, I just have a feeling that maybe bringing up my dead fucking dad... <laughs> Just like going straight cold punch, no no punchline, just like massacre, just just Budokai Tenkaichi ass fucking Dan Caprio over here. Ugh, I don't know what this closing segment. I seed no evil, <laughs> Kane style on Richard Dweck, and he loves those movies. And God uh, God bless him for that. Fucking Christ. Well. We've been talking for about two hours now, guys, so I think we should wrap it up here. Ziggy, thank you very much for coming on to the podcast, my guy. Wait, uh, I want to get Ziggy's opinion on something. All right, sure. Ziggy, uh, it's, how long have you been doing comedy for? At least about two years, correct? Uh, what's today's date? Um, uh, October 11th? October 11th. The 15th will be my second year. Oh, wow. Nice. 
Holy shit. Uh, well, happy two-year anniversary. Thank you. And man. please do something special for that. Yeah, By special, I mean just, you know, rip people on stage. <laughs> it's your it's your day. You could do what you want. Um, but you, you had to have seen a lot of really, you know, questionable things in two years, like on, on every stage you've been on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you, as far as like the stand-up comedy scene, and I don't even like to call it that, but New Jersey, it's uh, it's pretty welcoming, right? Yeah. Have you gotten any recent opportunities to do shows? Because two years in, in, you know, you can get, you know, start getting like some good spots. Uh, recently, I haven't been on the show since you know the whole COVID uh things happened. You haven't done a show at all? Nah. Hmm. Not, well, not, 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 not a show, nope. I think I could remedy that situation. What are you about to tell me? Dan. You've heard, you've heard of the roast of Richard Dweck part one, correct? God damn it, Dan. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I opened up for that one. Oh, at the part two, you won't have to open at all. You, my friend, were one of my favorite parts of the roast of Carl Callen. Your, vi- your video also got, I think, the most views of any of those videos. And I enjoyed. And that. if anybody That's... has not seen it, please go watch Ziggy's set of the roast of Carl Callen. It's top. It's it's probably top three of the whole night. That's actually one of my favorite shows because I was actually around the essence of what I like doing. Perfect, Ziggy. Let me pitch this idea to you. Coming in January, the roast of. I know it's a little down the road, but you know I got to get the fucking thing together because I'm producing. Richard Dweck is not producing this. <laughs> I, along with probably Angela Gingerelli, may, maybe even Liam. The Roast of Richard Dweck Part 2. You're having a major hand in this. I'm all for it. And no comedy showcase beforehand. <laughs> That's what I did for, for... I did that for Dweck. I was the... Did was you at the, least make fun of him, like, during the, the showcase? I got, like, one joke in. What about Timmy? Who was that, his best friend? It was the guy in the Batman shirt and the jean shorts. He wasn't even there yet, I don't think, when I went up. So that son of a bitch wasn't even there on time? He didn't even I, support I, the show? I literally walked in, went to the bar, and they brought me up. <laughs> <laughs> Ziggy, I'm telling you that I'm telling you this now. It's going to be a professionally done show. It's not going to be anything like that goddamn birthday disaster. <laughs> no, yo, do you, I do, do you hear me? Door. Do you understand? Do you do you understand me? I got you. All right. As as all... as the first as the first guest that I'm telling this to, you're definitely having a major hand in the roast of Richard Dweck part two. We're we're get, we're getting at this motherfucker. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Fuck yeah. And if I produce any shows in between there, I'll definitely keep you most That's definitely good. in mind. Any any roast or anything you hear, please let me know. I love, I, I, I want to say this before we go, I love your news segment jokes where you mock read news stories. <laughs> I think those are really, a lot of people don't do them. And I've been thinking about, I think I've done them in the in the past. I've definitely written jokes like that. I don't think enough people do it, and I wanted to commend you for doing jokes like that. Thank you. I had a whole idea to go with that, and then like one of my peers from this late night TV class I took, he ended up doing the idea I had in my head. So, so, so he, that's like, his whole act. No, nah, no, nah, he ended up making like taking that further. He took it into like and made like uh, his own like independent like late night uh, monologue. Uh, oh wow man dude that i'm i'm jealous of that because i got the otter news network like i have a stock picture of an otter that that's like reading the news but this guy is like way more professional gotcha but yeah i i would say write more jokes like that yeah that's not a bad idea but i mean don't listen don't listen to me like be like hey man you should do this i'm just saying i I enjoyed it no i appreciate it because actually several people told me that And, and and also 
don't don't allow Richard Dweck to don't be on any more shows that Richard Dweck directly produces. <laughs> yeah, right, I, Liam? Walked, I, I walked through the door and he said, "Bringing up next, Ziggy." <laughs> you literally were just in the building. I just walked in. <laughs> See what I'm saying? It's, 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 Ziggy, none of that's going to happen on the roast of Richard Dweck Part Two. We're going to have, dude. It's going to be a, a well-oiled machine, maybe even more well-oiled than the roast of Carl Callen. That was a good time. That's my favorite show that I ever done. Hell yeah! Great. Was that the thing that you wanted to put in? Yes, yes, I did. All right, cool. <laughs> Glad I'm gonna cut all of that out. That will be it for <laughs> Don't episode you dare cut 22. It. Don't cut it. That was just the oh, only positive we talked. We had to talk oh, about the fucking Exorcist Part Two for of, of the Fell Housemates before, podcast. Ziggy, if you would hold on before anything else, Ziggy, if you would please, for the love of God, plug your shit. Um, I'm on Instagram. At Ziggy underscore ITM. That's Z I G G Y underscore ITM. That's it. And Dan, you've already popped in the now announced roast of Richard Dweck part two. Part two. I guess. For the love of God, I hope it gets less people than the original. And that'll be it. You can follow us at the Foul Housemates on Instagram at Foul Housemates HQ. You could also follow us on Twitter individually, me, myself, Real Ultra Liam, Dan underscore Caprio for my wonderful, wonderful co-host, Dan Caprio. This has been it, episode 22. We love you all. And please, for the love of God, someone tell that bitch to suck that baby's dick. Let's go. (laughs)